Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. In 2017, the world endured one of the greatest injustices of all time when filming of the third installment of the Sex and the City movies was abruptly and inexplicably shut down. Months later, here we sit, reeling from a lack of closure and struggling with questions that we'll never be able to answer. Living in a world where we're so callously robbed of the final chapter we all deserved is something I simply cannot stand for. Therefore, I, Lara Marie Shanehalls, am taking matters into my own hands, and I'm saving Sex in the City 3. Hello, listeners, and welcome back to Saving Sex in the City 3, the podcast where I, Laura Marie Shane Halls, and a very special guest recreate the movie Sex in the City 3 and make our fantasies a reality. With me today is, is someone you probably recognize from not only his own podcast, but also he's a friend of my other podcast, Sex Unique podcast, and a friend of mine as well. Aww. It's Danny Pellegrino. <laughs> Hi, I'm so happy. I'm so excited to be here. I feel like I sort of almost forced you to have me in a way. You did, but I liked that. Okay, because okay. it shows you're too. passionate <laughs> and you like have some things to get off your chest and say, and a story you're wanting to tell. Totally. And uh, again, I don't feel bad at all for forcing you to have me on. No, <laughs> I really wanted it hard. Last it's a time mutual I, consensual yeah. forced. Last time I saw pod. you, told me about the show, and I was like, you. Ha- I was like, you ha- I was pitching myself. I was yeah. like, I have these ideas of. Like what I was like, I was in the news for Sex in the City three, <laughs> which by news I meant a blog post. Yeah, wait, what happened? Give the listeners some okay. context. Oh my god! So I was in the midst of all this drama between Kim Cattrall and Sarah Jessica Parker. So last year, before all this news of the Sex in the City three movie of it falling apart and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Kim Cattrall was in the news, or in the, I keep saying the news, but she was <laughs> on news. Wendy Williams. <laughs> the news. <laughs> the, she was the news. There were those news. My number one news My source. Number one source. So there were these stories about Kim Cattrall doing a spinoff Samantha show for HBO. Do you remember this? No. Yeah, there was like these rumors that uh, Samantha was going to have her own show on HBO, not with the other girls. It was just going to be girls. <laughs> and I when, love that Wendy Williams had talked about it on her show. Mm-hmm. Of course, I saw it. <laughs> What was I like saw. the what was like the concept for the show? I mean, it, this was a while ago, but I, it was during the hot topic segment. You know, uh-huh. when Wendy just sits in a purple chair and she just talks, she just tells which, you what's going on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is like my favorite thing in the world, by the way. That mm-hmm. she just sits in a big fucking purple chair and she's like, "Here's the news. Yeah, here's my thoughts on it." And the fact that she could command a room for a whole hour doing that, or you know, she does those hot topics for like forty five minutes. <laughs> Love, yeah, it's amazing. But she's very problematic too, by the way. But mm-hmm. that's another story for another time. 
But she had been talking about this story, and then that day, they posted the clip online, which is where I watched it. I watched mm-hmm. the Hot Topics online on YouTube. And Kim Cattrall had tweeted at Wendy Williams, which I, of course I saw because I have a Kim Cattrall Google alert. Yeah. And she tweeted at Wendy Williams saying, like, she would love to do that. And, you know, she hopes she could bring Samantha. It was like, she was talking about how much she wanted to do Samantha again, basically. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And... So then months later, of course, I screenshotted those tweets, <laughs> Yeah, had them in my back pocket. And then months later, it was like revealed that uh, Kim Cattrall was saying she didn't want to do that ever again. She didn't want to do sex and she never wanted to do it, blah, blah, blah. And so I... What's course, the truth? What's the truth? That's exactly what I tweeted. I <laughs> tweeted that <laughs> gif of Oprah <laughs> and the screenshots of the tweets between Wendy Williams, whoever runs the Wendy Williams TV account, mm-hmm. and Kim Cattrall... And I said, so what is the truth? Like, where where does the truth lie? Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, a few blogs, like, picked that up, that I had receipts. They were like, Danny Pellegrino has receipts. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I sure did. And I don't think there was any response from Kim Cattrall about that news. What really upsets me is the thought that we may never know the truth no. of anything. Where do you lie on it? I mean... I kind of lie on that everyone needs to get their shit together. Like, it kind of everyone's at fault in the situation and the fans are the ones who are suffering the most yes yes amen yeah yeah i'm like put your put whatever pettiness aside like at the end of the day you're all making a shitload of money from this movie like it serves you more than it hurts you i mean i don't know the inner workings and i've obviously read everything how like kim's (laughs) life was hell and like (laughs) kim i mean seems something i think she might be she's an artist you know at the end of the day i've seen the video of her doing that like improvisational scat with her ex-husband yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) and so i get that she might be (laughs) (laughs) like well i winked at all (laughs) (laughs) sub (laughs) soray an iconic moment from kim but yeah she might pose some difficulties at times but these are beloved characters that like, I mean, there's eventually going to be a day where there is no option for any sex in the city content because everyone's getting older and people pass away. And like, I don't want to think about that, but like, it's the truth. My, the thing that bothered me most about it was that this is one of the few film opportunities and franchises where we have four leads over 50, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? True. And doing well and getting a big budget. So it's like, I know that the second movie people hated it. I yeah. get it. But how many other opportunities are are there going to be like if a third one were to come out and do well, it gives another movie an opportunity where a, a studio is going to be like, "Okay, well that franchise did okay. Maybe we can throw a little bit of money at another one that could potentially do well and snowball effect." Yeah. And even though Sex and City 2 wasn't great, it wasn't the worst movie in the world. No, <laughs> was- I mean, it's truly one of my favorite movies of yeah, all okay, time. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm highly, a, like, a genuine fan. Yeah. I probably watch it once every, like, three or four months. Like, I love it. And I yeah. do think that it is problematic and not, like, a quote-unquote good movie. But it's, like, it just is one of my favorite movies I've ever seen. It's comfort food. It's comfort and food. About- and it just strays so far away from, like... 
it lives in the same world, but it also doesn't. I don't know. I just love any sort of Sex in the City anything. I'll always be into it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I thought it was great. And they got a huge budget for that movie. And no one else is getting a budget. Like, yeah. Book Club, which I'm so excited I'm for. I'm so excited for but, it. Did you see all the articles that were like, Book Club is Sex in the City 3? No, no, like, it's I'm like the Sex in the right, City I'm 3 leaving. movie. <laughs> I'm out of here. I'm out of here. I got to go do some research. They were like, it's the Sex in the City 3 movie we've all been waiting for. And I was like, it's true. Okay. I saw, oh, someone tweeted that on Twitter. And I was like, e- I need to see it even more. I'm so excited. But even that, that's probably what, a 5 to $10 million budget movie? Oh, yeah. Like Sex in the City 2 was like a $50 million. I don't know the exact number. But mm-hmm. budget-wise, Sex in the City 3 would have gotten at least $50 million. Yeah. And Part two made a lot of money. Like it did, it was profit. Oh, they raked in the cash. Yeah. They make hand over fist on that franchise. And I just want more female led movies and I want more older female led movies because if you look at someone like Tom Cruise who's still fronting movies at 50 The same movie. Or 60, it's like, I know. Yeah. He rides a motorcycle and like jumps off a cliff. Even someone who, like Russell Crowe, occasionally, it's not happening as often, but occasionally you'll see someone like him or him himself mm-hmm. fronting a movie and you're like, how did this get funded but like these female movies aren't getting funded and and those movies are making aren't making any money either like the russell crowe movies they're losing money or the tom cruise like the mummy didn't do well and, yeah you know it's like so and i know those are franchise pictures but sex in the city was a franchise yeah like that. and same with like best exotic marigold hotel like i love those movies mm-hmm. and it's so rare for us to get something like that so when the opportunity presents itself i to me it's almost is selfish a little bit or disrespectful to say, Oh, I don't want to do that right now. And it's it like, does just, feel kind of selfish. Yeah. It's like, there's a, so many people and like culture outside of whatever you guys are going through that depends that needs this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We need it. <laughs> we need it. Like the world oh needs God, sex in the city three. No idea. Like I want it so, so bad. I want it so, so, bad. so bad. When I was about to start this podcast, like after I'd recorded some episodes and was like figuring out a release date and stuff the day before I released it, I went to brunch with Ryan and sitting next to us was Michael Patrick King. Oh my God. It was meant to be. And I was like, this is a good omen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm so thrilled that you're doing this show, not just because I love Sex and the City, but because it gives us all an opportunity, the fans, to get, you know, to get a little slice of what it could be or would have been. and To and, get a uh, new story. Yeah, to get a new story. And it's like, yeah. it lives on. Yeah, it lives on it lives in the on. form of this podcast. Yeah, I, just, I just got goosebumps. <laughs> <laughs> I am so excited. Um, okay, so let's get in. I'm ready. I'm so excited to hear your ideas and just like get into this movie I know for any new listeners, the whole premise is that I ask a guest to come with log lines for the four women and then we build a plot and like flesh the movie out together. So and I I'm going prepared. pass things off to you and just so go. Sh- I'll do all four of them. Yeah. Just okay. say what like the plot lines are and then we can like get into it. Okay. So I legit had this idea before you asked me to do the podcast. Like I wanted to write like a fan fiction book. I was yeah. like, this is what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. And I didn't do it, but I'm, uh, another reason why I'm grateful to be here. So 
I had this idea. Have you seen 13 Reasons Why on Netflix? I've seen like the first five episodes. Okay. So basically, I'll just give a little backstory. It's about this girl named Hannah. She's a high school student and she leaves behind tapes. And each tape goes to a different person in high school. And it explains why. Look, this is dark. This is a dark thing. But it explains why she committed suicide. Mm -hmm. And so each person has a tape. And, you know, she says, welcome to your tape. And then each episode is about one of those people. Mm -hmm. And it kind of goes into why she you know, committed, did what she did. Yeah. And like how each person kind of contributed to the overall story. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And it's very dark and some of it's very problematic too. So, but that's neither here nor there. My idea for sex in the city three is for Samantha's 13 reasons why. (laughs) So (laughs) it might not be 13 reasons for a film version of it, but it would be a lot of reasons. It would be four reasons. Maybe like a few, we could get a few more in there, but so the movie would follow each person's tape and look, I don't want it to be about Samantha committing suicide, but obviously Kim Cattrall does not want to do this movie. Mm-hmm. So my idea was to have uh, Samantha's reasons why. Thir- maybe, <laughs> I don't know how many. We'll have to figure Samantha, that out. Yeah, we'll go, we'll go through and why. we'll keep a tally of the reasons. And then at the end, that will be the title of the movie is SATC3 X yes. reasons why. X reasons why. Yeah. So, but she's still leaving these tapes. And did you watch The Carrie Diaries? No, I didn't. Okay. It's really good. You okay, I know. I heard people like loved it. Yeah. It I was just really was good. still feeling burned. Sure. Like, you know, I miss my tough girls time. and it's just like, it's hard, but yeah. I'm going to get into it. Yeah. It was, I mean, that was a tough time. Yeah. But I watched it. It was great. And it was revealed. Samantha came out on season two, I believe. There was mm-hmm. just two seasons. Samantha, the character came on the show and it was revealed that she's from the Everglades. So I did a little. Oh my yeah, God. Yeah. Samantha is from Florida. Here. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm, know, my mind, mind blown. is blown. She's from the Everglades. Yes. So my idea was that Samantha goes back to Florida. Yeah. And it's, which is, Florida is like the total fucking opposite of New mm-hmm. York City, right? Mm-hmm. So it's Samantha's 13 reasons or whatever, however many, why she moved back to Florida. Yeah. And I figured this all out. So <laughs> she... <laughs> It was also revealed in the Carrie Diaries, or it might have been Sex and the City. I don't remember if it was which one it was, but mm-hmm. that Samantha worked at Dairy Queen as yeah. a kid. Okay, Do I remember. remember okay. Yeah, she, she had said that, I think, on Sex and the yeah. City. Okay, so my idea was that Samantha moves the, back to Florida <laughs> to work at Dairy Queen. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so for Samantha, I have that she's completely regressed mentally. Oh. And ultimately... <laughs> Okay, and we'll have to figure out why. Yeah. But she ultimately decides to take her teen job back at the Dairy Queen from the Everglades in the Everglades, Florida, mm-hmm. and finally spend the summer growing up. Love. That's good, right? Mm-hmm. That's great. Okay, so tape number one. Carrie, welcome to your tape. <laughs> <laughs> so. I think we can work in like the Kim Cattrall not being into sex in the city. Like that kind of is a good parallel. So, like, Samantha is that she's having, like, a total inner crisis, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and she, like, her menopause, she's, like, gone through menopause and is on the other side of menopause, and maybe she has, like, she's getting, like, early onset Alzheimer's or something. Well, and also, I mean, that makes sense, too, because throughout the series, she sort of regressed I mean, not, and I don't mean this in an insulting way, but she, she was dating younger and younger, and so it's almost like she's not sure how old she is. She's dating younger and younger. And then she also is like, she, there's always talking about how much older she is than the other girls. Like, remember that one bathroom scene where she's like, you don't know how old I really am. And then she tells him that we as an audience never find out yes. like the secrets revealed. Yes. So 
Okay. All and right. in that one episode where it's uh, Carrie's birthday and she's like, I'm 35. Mm-hmm. She's like, shut up. I'm 150. Or yeah. <laughs> oh, that's my favorite episode, by the way. <laughs> uh, but do you imagine we see Samantha? Like, cause in my head, I kind of thought maybe she would like cameo on the way to Florida. Mm-hmm. Like they would like give her a bunch of money, Kim Cattrall to appear at the beginning. And then she'd go to Florida and then we'd basically only see like, I don't know. They'd have to get real artistic with it, but we'd only see the people she was talking to, or it would mainly be about the other women. Yeah. Their tapes. I mean, I think that we could have just Samantha like moving to Florida. Either she's moving back and she fully believes she's like a teenager mm. or she's like suffering early onset Alzheimer's and she is that all the girls decide that I think the best way for Samantha to live her life is that if she moves to Florida and lives in like assisted living. And so then to get a job to like make the days kind of go by the, one of the only places she can get a job is at her, is at her old job at DQ. They're like, Oh my God, Samantha Jones, it's been forever. You're back. You're back. You're hired. Please be the cashier. Gives her an opportunity to do some powerful work too, some dramatic work. Mm hmm. She um, wanted like more like of a story, like a meaty storyline. Dementia and Dairy Queen is Dementia and Dairy than Queen. That. Yeah. And just like <laughs> it really approaches an, a topic of aging and what it means to like get older and like lose who you are, but then find yourself in the process. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, of course, it's all set over the summertime. So it's like you get that summer um, spectacle, like on the big screen. This could be a big summer movie. Oh, a total summer. Because I think Samantha can also have a romance mm. with a teenager. <gasps> yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Maybe like someone's uh, that she worked at DQ with their grandkid or son. Or yes. Something. Oh, my God. <laughs> Her old coworker yes. at Dairy Queen, his grandson. grandson comes into the shop one day and sets off like <sighs> fireworks a summer romance that's kind of like the notebook or like midnight sun because samantha that? has like she's like <laughs> has dementia so she's not remembering him and then he like it's like uh, it's re- that's really good again. i am so like excited. actually freaking out oh my god okay so that's okay. samantha's journey so that's samantha what's carrie's carrie welcome to your tape mm-hmm. now Aiden delivers Carrie. I'm going to read this from my notes. Okay. Aiden delivers Carrie's tape from Samantha, something Samantha did purposefully. So Sam gave Aiden the tape to deliver wow. to Carrie. Wow. Okay. Because mm-hmm. On purpose. Okay. And the tape reveals in flashback that seeing Carrie happily with Big made Sam feel even more immature. Oh, wow. So Carrie listens to her tape. With Aiden there, and she rekindles her flame with Aiden. Wow. But so something about, this is all about age and aging and everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So something about uh, Samantha seeing Carrie happily with Big mm-hmm. set something off on her and was like, I got to get out of New York. I got to go to the Everglades. Yeah. Here's your tape, Carrie. Okay. She's realizing that something's going on. Like she's having. She's like forgetting where she is sometimes or like she'll find herself in the middle of Times Square and just like not know what's going on. And, and she gets, how this, did I get here? Yeah. And think, yeah. how did I get there? And she gets a diagnosis from her doctor and okay. he says, I'm so sorry to tell you this, Miss Jones. I know you've been through breast cancer and you're a survivor, but I'm here to break the bad news. You have Alzheimer's like yeah. early onset Alzheimer's. And so she makes these tapes to like cement her friendships with the girls. And I think as she realizes that she's going to lose all the memories of her life, because like her whole identity has been like being single and fabulous and like fucking anyone she wants. Mm -hmm. And 
she realizes that now that she's old, she's going to lose all of that. Mm. And what really matters at the end of the day is who did you love? Who did you fall in love with? And she realizes that maybe there was something like maybe Carrie was right all along about Mm. like being in a monogamous relationship and sticking around and waiting for this guy to like come around and marry you. And so then she's like, this is what I need to say to Carrie. And I'm going to have Aiden deliver it and like a just little, to kind of fuck with her. Yeah, kind of fuck yeah. with her. She's yeah, like, yeah. I love this for you, but also fuck you. Yeah. And I think it gives a good reason for Carrie and Aiden to get back together. Cause I was always team Aiden. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Personally, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Wow. Wow. This is getting so deep. This is getting deep. This is deep. And I want, we got to figure out a way to bring them all together. No, we'll bring them well, all okay, together. Okay. I want to hear the whole, just kind okay. of the, where you. you're at. And then we'll start from the beginning and we'll kind of build it. So Charlotte, welcome to your tape. Mm-hmm. So Charlotte had joined the Real Houses of New York. Okay. <laughs> yes. And her tape reveals that Sam was doing PR. Okay. So Sam was doing PR for Charlotte when uh-huh. she was on the Real Houses of New York. Okay. And Sam got upset with Charlotte because Charlotte refused. <laughs> <laughs> I may have been a little under the influence when I was writing these. No, that's stuff. even better. Okay. So uh, Sam got really pissed at Charlotte because Charlotte refused to film with drunk Dorinda. Okay. Okay. On The Real Houses of New York. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Charlotte <laughs> was afraid that Dorinda would reveal something about something about her adoption with Lily mm-hmm. on camera. And so Charlotte refused to film, and that compromised Sam's job because okay. she was doing PR for Charlotte. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. So that's something about her tape. Mm-hmm. It's about her tape. Okay. <laughs> Love. Okay. Okay. Go on. So this is Miranda. Miranda, welcome to your tape. <laughs> I'm going to miss saying that. I like that you're to, I can tell, I can see how much joy you get out <laughs> really, of saying, like so welcome to your tape to Mar- all the characters. Wait, this is Miranda and Steve. Welcome to your tape. Oh, a duo. So Miranda and Steve, they're happily in an open relationship. Okay. Mm-hmm. They're allowed to fuck people of the same sex now that Brady's out of the house at college or boarding school. And Steve starts experimenting with men, and Miranda's surprisingly supportive, which is very out of character for Miranda. Yeah. So Sam, her tape to Miranda is all about their sexual openness and how she's, uh, how it haunts Samantha because she tried to be bisexual before and failed. Mm-hmm. And so seeing Miranda and Steve experiment with their sexuality set something off in Samantha where she's like, I can't see this anymore. Yeah. That's what their tape is about. Okay. So that's what Miranda and Steve did to make Sam run. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. I'm getting a lot of that. It's just like, I think with her, with her diagnosis and stuff, it's like, it's triggering all these relations. She's questioning every relationship choice she ever made. And then seeing all her friends in their various relationships coupled with like her career crumbling Mm -hmm. is like, it's all too much for her. Yeah. It's too much. So back to Florida, she goes back to Florida. I mean, I think all these things, even when you're in a when you're in a city for a long period of time, there always comes a point where you start to question everything that you're doing. You're like, "Why am I here?" Right? Yeah. Like, I've lived in other cities besides LA, and even in LA, it's like you look around sometimes after being somewhere for a while. You're like, "Is this really where I'm meant to be? Like, should I go back home, or should I, you know, mm-hmm. what should I do?" And I think Samantha's definitely having that moment when it comes to her diagnosis. Yeah, and then also seeing her people in these various states 
is it's all triggering. To yeah, me. it's all very triggering. Yeah. Okay, so I'm thinking that this movie opens with like <laughs> Memorial Samantha. Day weekend, by the way. What? <laughs> Memorial Day weekend. On Memorial Day weekend. Oh yeah, it's huge, hugely hyped up for Memorial Day weekend, and they're like, it's like no other version of Sex in the City you've ever seen. Like it's like really mysterious. Like no one really knows what the plot is, but all the all the critics that have seen it are like that was fucking incredible. Yes, uh, and there's like actually award season buzz because it's like Kim Cattrall gives the performance of a lifetime. And like more than Golden Globes. Like it's Oh, Academy fuck the Awards. Golden Globes. Yeah. It's like all Academy Awards. Like they're really gunning for it. And this is also like turned into Kim Cattrall's moment to really like shine as an actress. Uh-huh. I see her being like a big part of this movie, like her okay. love story. Like I don't, I think I get, I love the 13 reasons why and like figuring it out. But I think that her love story and her portraying a dementia ridden <laughs> DQ, DQ worker. worker who falls in love with a unrequited love with a 17 year old. 17. I was just going to yeah. ask how old he's underage okay. for sure. So it opens with Samantha I think she's like on her way to work. Like it's like a good, it's like a flurry of feet in New York. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you get like all these women, like it's like maybe a commentary on like aging or something like that. Like the song that's playing is suddenly I see by Katie Tunstall, you know, mm -hmm. suddenly (laughs) like devil wears Rada. Yeah. Is that in that? Yeah. Yeah. It's like (laughs) when they're all walking through, we're recycling it. Yeah. And I think like, do you, we want to have Carrie narrating this movie or are we going to make Samantha it all does. about Samantha? I think Samantha That's narrates. the big yeah. twist. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Samantha's talking about, she's like, it's like, you know, when I stopped going through menopause and things just got a lot easier and I got to say, it's kind of fabulous being 70 or how old? <laughs> yeah. How old is she? She's like 70. Yeah. She's like 70. I, I kick cancer, but yeah, I kick cancer, but can I kick old age's ass? <laughs> And she's like walking and it it shows like inspirational, like older women of New York that are like very chic and like the different styles of like older women. And she passes like a Wall Street guy, like a young, hot Wall Street intern, like mm-hmm. a guy, and they bump into each other in accident. And then the hot Wall Street guy like turns around, like checks her out and he's like, Ooh, baby. Mm-hmm. And then she gets like really, she's like, I still got yeah, it. Yeah. She is. It's still got it. And so you see her and then I guess you get like, we'd have to show the other girls too and like what they're up to in like their individual apartments and like check in with just like how they're looking. And then suddenly you see, see, (laughs) suddenly we see the music kind of takes an ominous Mm -hmm. turn Mm -hmm. and Samantha's confused. She She doesn't, doesn't, she she doesn't know where she is. She's like completely disoriented in the middle of times square, the middle of times square And she's having like a still Alice moment. Yes. <laughs> and she <laughs> still Alice. <laughs> I always picture this. I can't even say Still that. Alice was like a horror yeah, movie. I know. Oh my God. It, it was, was like, really was one of the most yeah. traumatic movies I've there ever was, watched. It was like a scene where she couldn't find the remote, I think. Am I making that up? Oh no. There's like she. Oh my God. There's every ha- scene. It's is horrific. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. 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 So this is Kim Cattrall's Still Alice. Yeah. Yeah. Kim Cattrall's Still, still Alice. Still Sam. <laughs> Sammy. Still, still Sammy. <laughs> okay. So she's in the middle of Times Square. She doesn't know where she is. Yeah. I'm having a moment. And she's you know like, what? I think the music cuts out and we the, don't, and it, all the audio cuts out. Yeah. Like there's and it's not like, even the background whoa. noise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Into just like silent and she's like looking around and she just doesn't know. 
I think she calls, who does she call? She calls uh, one of the girls. She, you know what? She calls Miranda, but mm-hmm. uh, Magda answers. Yeah. Who's, and Ma- still and, and <laughs> who's still around, but is also really old. And older, they kind like of, way older. Yeah, way Sam. older. And they kind of like can't understand each other. <laughs> Just a, a conversation that's totally like neither one knows what neither, neither yeah. one knows. and it's a light kind of comedy moment amidst mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. like very concerning yeah. like terror moment yeah so they hang up and she calls <laughs> and then <laughs> that's just a quick little thing yeah yeah just a quick little, quick little thing you get some comedy in there we get some comedy it's they hang up and then magda turns to miranda who happens to be there and she's like miss samantha is having problem and then and then but samantha's already moved on and trying to call someone else yeah so miranda tries to call samantha samantha doesn't answer yeah and then maybe do we stick on miranda for a minute i think we stick on miranda and see steve getting home from like a night out with a guy yeah because they're, he's, they're bisexual, Cause they're bisexual now. <laughs> now and he comes in and steve like he's like grown i think he's like grown his hair out to like Mm -hmm. have kind of like a ponytail and he has like an earring Mm -hmm. and he's wearing like short jean shorts a a little bit of like a patchy beard yeah a patchy beard and he goes to kiss miranda on the lips like when he gets Mm -hmm. home from his night out and this is like you know how sometimes they would have like a gross moment Mm -hmm. in the show well he has some semen on his beard yeah (laughs) (laughs) like she's like oh it looks like, like you had fun last yes, night yes 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 because she's okay with it and that's yeah, like tells totally us, oh, they're, chill. They're yeah. With it. yeah and he's like i did he's like i finally did grind it for the first time uh-huh. and like he's like uh-huh. loving yes. it and yeah. he's like buff now too yeah like he's he like, sucked a dick last night and he's so happy about it yeah, yeah. he's happy about it he's like his face and like above the neck is like kind of homeless hipster mm. but below the neck is like he's muscle fucking daddy. muscle daddy yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so you see, and he's like, do you, he's like, want me to hold down the fort while you go on your date tonight? And she's like, yeah. And yeah. And she, maybe she's on like, what's the, what's the lesbian version of grinder? Is it grinder? <laughs> I, th- I don't know. I've never seen a she's lesbian on one on of Grindr. those. She's on Bumble or something. She's on Bumble. Yeah. She's on or, Bumble. You know what? No, no. I changed my mind. She's on Craigslist. She's on Craigslist. <laughs> Miranda's not paying. She's like very, exactly. yeah, she's not paying oh, for it. And she's so on right. Craigslist or she just goes out to like the lesbian bars and like butches up her look and then just like cleans up shop yeah, at these she's places. She's female for female on Craigslist or at the bar. Yeah. yeah. And so, and she's like, yeah, definitely. And so then we cut and she's like, I got to call Samantha. But she calls her and Samantha doesn't pick up. So she calls Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. Then we yes. check in with Charlotte. Mm-hmm. So she called Charlotte and she said, hey, I just got this call or Magda just got a call from Sam. I don't know what happened. Where's Sam at? Yeah. And Charlotte's like, oh, my God, I've been worried about her mm-hmm. because Charlotte's noticed some of the signs with Sam. Yeah. Because she's been working with her on the Rouses in New York. Mm-hmm. And so Charlotte has sort of an idea that something's going on with Sam mentally or emotionally or something. You know, yeah. Something's up with Sam. Yeah. So Charlotte immediately expresses her concern. Mm-hmm. She's like, she sent me all these weird emails the other day that like meant nothing. It was like a flurry of emojis. And we then cut like those emails. Yeah. And we see like it's like emojis and then like cutesy selfies. One is one of the emails is accidentally a sex tape. Mm-hmm. That, that, she, that, that Sam she didn't send. Yeah, she sent it to Charlotte. And Charlotte's been getting all these like erratic emails and sometimes like phone calls of like Samantha talking about like 
ice cream. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so uh, Charlotte's in the middle of shooting right now with mm-hmm. Ramona. Okay. Singer. And so they have to shut down. They shut down for a second. And Charlotte is like, Ramona, I got to go talk to my PR person, Sam. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on. So Ramona has a cameo. <laughs> this is Ramona's cameo. Yeah. This is Ramona's yeah. cameo. And, and she's like, okay, do what you got to do. <laughs> or is she mad? Is she happy or is she mad? Uh, she's. Um, what the, What are Charlotte's alliances okay, in the uh, world oh, okay. of Real Housewives? Uh, I think uh, Charlotte is friends with uh, Carol. Mm-hmm. And because like opposites attract and Tinsley, she like teams up with them mm-hmm. and she's feuding with Ramona on screen, but off screen they're good. Mm-hmm. So when we cut to Charlotte, she's sort of having a spat with Ramona, but mm-hmm. then we turn off the cameras and then they're like, and they're like totally really professional. Fans. They're like in cahoots mm-hmm. and like, actually everyone's been tuning in for their drama specifically. Uh-huh. And they're thriving off. Of they're that. thriving off of it. Like they, their lives have never been better. Charlotte's at like the top of her game and she's like a full fledged reality star. Charlotte's the star mm-hmm. and her feud with Dorinda. So she has this big feud with Dorinda and it's because Dorinda's star has fallen since yeah. Charlotte joined the cast. Yeah. And she wants to like expose Charlotte and like take her down. Yeah. And, uh, coincidentally, Kelly Ben Simone has been contacting Charlotte to get back on the show. Mm-hmm. Like Kelly's trying to get back on the show. Yeah. And, Charlotte's because they know it. each other from back in they the day. They went to um, a, a photography class together mm-hmm. when they first moved to New York. Yeah, yeah. they're old friends. They're old friends, yeah. and and, Char- and it's awkward because Charlotte it's like- dated um, Kelly's ex husband. Yeah, Gio mm-hmm. Ben Simone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Charlotte dated him for sure, and they knew each she other from did- the art world. Yeah, and they knew each other from the mm-hmm. art world, and so, but it's just never going to happen for Kelly. But no. it's awkward when Charlotte has to like dodge the calls or make up like an excuse. Sorry, Kel. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, Kelly's yeah. like let's do a lunch with Andy. And like, she wants like to all get together and Charlotte's just like, yeah, no. Uh, okay. So then Charlotte is, uh, you know, she takes a break from filming. She tries calling, uh, Samantha. Samantha doesn't answer because she's still lost. We cut back to Samantha and she's just still in, she's just still, sitting still in still Times Sam. Square. Still, yeah. <laughs> she's still, still, Sam, still she's samming still in Times Square. Uh-huh. And I think she like threw her phone in the trash can by accident. Like mm-hmm. things have really taken a turn. Oh, this is dark. This is dark. Okay. So then Charlotte calls Carrie. Mm hmm. And Carrie, what is Carrie up to? Carrie is... Carrie's in her closet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is where we first see Carrie. Yeah. Surrounded by, like, tons and tons of clothes. And she had just renovated her closet. So maybe, like, people, the designers who just d- redid her closet, they're, like, leaving the house mm-hmm. as Carrie gets this call. And she's like, what do you need? I'm in the middle of my design redesign. Mm-hmm. She's like, I have so much to unpack. Like, everything's mm. getting back from storage today. Like, what's up? You know, like, nothing can come between me and my shoes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then Charlotte tells her. She's like, I'm worried about Samantha. Like, she, we've been getting weird phone calls. I've been getting weird emails. I, I think something's wrong. And you're her closest friend. Like, you're Sam's best friend. Mm-hmm. You're the one that, like, needs to step in. Step in. Then I think all three of the girls get on the phone together. Uh-huh. They, and so we get, like, the split screen. Mm, I love it. And then they call. Goosebumps. They're like, let's call Samantha's office. And, mm. like, we'll, I'm sure she's at work. She's never missed a day of work. So they call the office. And Samantha's, like, harried assistant picks up. And they're like, is Samantha there? And she's like, no, I was just about to call you. Because she is not at work, and I don't know where she is. She's not answering her cell phone. 
So the assistant does find my iPhone. Yeah. She's like, I, I'll do it. Hold on. Hold, please. She yeah. tells the girls to hold. They hold. She does a find my iPhone. She comes back to the group call and she's like, look, girls, she's in the middle of Times Square. I don't know what she's doing, but that's where her phone is. Go check it out. Yeah. So then all the girls hang up. They say, let's meet in Times Square. Mm-hmm. We'll find her. Yeah. Before they all meet, Carrie goes over to her computer to write like a little quick little thing mm-hmm. right because she's got to write about this yeah she's what like, does she write she writes she, okay so carrie so big is finally retired so like that's why this renovation happened because he came into like all his retirement millions and they're like let's make the closet like triple the size and like we'll just expand this apartment to like the whole floor and carrie's apartment's really like that uh movie porn you know mm-hmm. what i mean like the nancy myers like you you're looking at this apartment and you're like i have to live there they're moving they finally are moving up to that apartment on the top mm. floor that they were originally going to move into sure. and they were like we were saving this for this special anniversary wow. when you retire and like they're like we are doing this yes. so they move there that and that's the move so they that's all the, the renovations have finished and they're like it's like move in day and big he's like retired now so he hit what are his interests like what does uh, he, he do watches, with his days um he watches american chopper on tv mm-hmm. and and carrie know, kind of likes that she likes she likes now. a reality she was like she got really into reality shows when charlotte started yes. on housewives and so now she and big like have it they squashed their tv drama yes. and now she's like into like chic cashmere lounge wear and she's even a little older so she gets it now she's and, like in a little bit of a meta wink and nod it's mm-hmm. revealed that carrie and andy cohen are very good friends now yeah definitely so, like they hang out sometimes they connected they over met, books yeah yeah they met over books yes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so and they all three go to dinner and andy is just like tickled by big yes. he likes to give him a hard time uh-huh. and ask him like tough questions and then they all just have fun and then carrie and big watch american chopper and like are just very domesticated Mm -hmm. in their stunningly gorgeous apartment apartment. and carrie's still writing some uh, online columns yeah she's still doing she's still writing Mm -hmm. and she's talking about a lot of it is like getting older and like what it means to be retired and going into your twilight years and like aging gracefully and so it's just all very like hot topics for her yeah so she goes in and she's She's like, well, if uh, if we had to find my, if we had to use find my iPhone for Samantha, do we have to use find my big for my? <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to think of like one of those voiceovers, like. Although it's Samantha's voiceover. Yeah, it's Samantha's voiceover. So maybe we don't need that. But I think we could cut to Carrie sometimes, mm-hmm. like having her like call him. Yeah, yeah. And she's just like, if one day we wake up and we can't find Samantha, I can't help but wonder who. Won't we be able to find next? <laughs> who's lost now? Yeah, who's lost now? I. <laughs> <laughs> when Big and I rented Still Alice, I didn't know that it'd become a documentary. I couldn't help but wonder, was she still Samantha? <laughs> exactly. So all the girls <laughs> rush. <laughs> they rush to Times Square. Yes. Okay, so now we're in Times Square. All three of the girls are together without Samantha. Yeah, and they're frantically looking for Samantha. In all new outfits. In all new outfits. Mm-hmm. And like... Although Carrie still has the same belt she wore in the previous scene. Mm-hmm. They're just repurposing it for this new scene. Yeah, she had to like read... Like, you can't just leave the house in your house outfit and go to Times Square and you're looking for Samantha outfit. It's like yeah. imperative that they all... They and all I think change. it's raining at this point. Yeah. yeah. What kind of fashion is... M- Miranda's fashion... I'm 
I'm not going to ask you what. Let's say what kind of fashion Miranda's is, because she's a little bit more sexually ambiguous. Mm-hmm. So is her fashion... I think Miranda has like a spiky hairdo now. Yeah. But still, it, it you know what? It's a spiky hairdo that's not in style yet. Mm-hmm. But after this movie comes out, it's going to like catch on. Yeah. People are going to go to the salon asking for yes. the Miranda. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of, I think it, I picture it to be kind of Tilda Swinton-esque where yeah. it's like very short on the sides and longer on top. But and instead of... It's spiked all the way it's up. It's spiked all the way up. Yeah, yeah. Not... <laughs> Oh, like it's a lot of and she just uses men's hair gel yeah and it just like spikes her mm-hmm. hair yeah and that's the miranda and, and it <laughs> shockingly does not sound like it would look becoming but it looks incredibly becoming on it her. looks so it's good the on best her hairstyle like she's ever had we all see it and we're like holy shit like that was the hairstyle you're meant to have yeah and when other people try it they look like the cynthia doll from rugrats mm-hmm. like their hair yeah it's too but much on miranda it looks so fucking good and, and everyone it's like sees elegant this. on oh, miranda it's, like, it's elegant it's sexy it's it's uh it's a little bit tough lesbian but then it's also very like subtle sh- like you know it, yeah. it's doing it it's doing it all it's doing it all and like even like vogue like after the movie comes out will publish articles like so you can't get the miranda <laughs> at home but here's how you can do like your own version it's like it's a phenomenon yeah, it's like it's the new rachel yeah it's the For new sure. rachel everyone For forgets sure. about jen aniston and yeah. it's all now about cynthia nixon and the mm-hmm, miranda mm-hmm. So, okay. and I think she's like just in a lot of cargo pants mm-hmm. and then sexy cargo and those come in style too. All, yeah. Miranda's like setting all the trends for the U S yeah. Sexy cargo pants. And then like in tube socks, tube socks and like <laughs> combat boots, but then also like chunky sneakers, mm, like one of each. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> This is like always the new, yeah, always one of each. And this is like becomes also a huge trend mm-hmm. after the movie is that instead of matching your shoes, you now wear like one shoe, one yeah. statement shoe on one foot and a different statement shoe. And even Carrie in one of the scenes later on is wearing one of uh, two different shoes. Mm-hmm. So, but they're high heels or something. But yeah. Cause she originally, she did that in one of the co- going to LA episodes right, where she right, wore right. a different color Louboutin. Mm-hmm. So this is like, this her, is taking it one step further. Yeah. And they're different heels. Totally different genres. Different of genres heels. of heels. Like a kitten yeah. heel and then a high heel. Yeah. 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 One and one's an open toe and one's fully closed. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And like a booty or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. all about like mixing up the shoes. But then the shoes also like, I think to tie them together have like maybe a similar color scheme. It's like a new right. thing designers are doing where mm-hmm. it's like, why get a pair of the same shoes when you can get two different looks, Mm -hmm. but that are somewhat tied together. And this trend really explodes. Like that summer in the summer of two, this comes out in uh, 19, Mm -hmm. 2019. It just explodes that summer. Like every girl and guy, they're wearing two different shoes. Yeah. And that's just like how it is. The guys are too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, It's universal, Mm -hmm. unisex, Mm -hmm. different shoes. And even the guys are trying the Miranda cut. Mm -hmm. Like I do it. Yeah. You you definitely do it. (laughs) I definitely try. You definitely have the Miranda and it looks great. Yeah. yeah yeah it really and you fits kill me. it and then yeah. there's like a blog post that's like when you reveal your haircut it's like danny pellegrino does the miranda like guess which guess which superstar just got the miranda <laughs> and then it's you well and then wendy williams does a hot topic oh my god yeah and then she does getting the miranda men getting the miranda mm-hmm. and then i think even in a segment on wendy williams she does like a an on the street <laughs> like oh. she where she gets a wig of uh-huh. the miranda uh-huh. and wears it out and about to see like what people think and it kind of looks great on her it looks good on wendy too yeah Yeah. but only as a wig 
Only as a wig, so she can't do it on her own. Just yeah. as the wig. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's really catching on, and people are loving it. And, you know, Ellen does, like, a funny bit on her show where she does that, and it she's doing it as, like, a joke, mm-hmm. because she's, like, making fun of the fact that everyone's doing the Miranda. Yeah. But it looks good on almost everyone else, but not Ellen. Yeah, not Ellen. Not Ellen. No. <laughs> and it, the Miranda goes so far, like, it becomes, like, a meme, mm. and le- it, like, fully infiltrates meme world, and it's just, like, the Miranda is everywhere. It's everywhere. Oh, yeah. my God, yes. Everywhere. <laughs> I love it. So, the girls are in Times Square, Looking for Sam. Looking for Sam. And they discover her just like she's like frazzled. Like she's like fully out of totally it. Fully out of it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they, they need to get her home. They need to get her to a safe place where she recognizes her surroundings. Mm-hmm. So they're like, we're getting you home. Yeah. We're getting you home, Samantha. You'll have a good night's sleep. You'll feel better. And then you'll come too. Mm-hmm. So they do that. Yeah. Samantha does come to in the morning. Okay. And she's back into her normal. She's. Back to Samantha. But I think when they get her home, it's like when Miranda had to like find Steve's mother and then they like went to Steve's mom's house mm-hmm. and it was like there were cockroaches everywhere. We yes. go into Sam's house yes. and it's like Ho- fucking hoarders. A disaster. I am biting my nails because I'm on the edge of my seat. I'm dead. <laughs> okay. Yes. So and it's they're fucking hoarder situation. Horrified. horrified. So like Carrie like puts Samantha to sleep, like gives her like a Xanax and, and they start looking around and they start looking around and they're like, we have to clean this place up. Like, mm-hmm. so they kind of clean and we find, uh, we find old uh, ratty blankets. We find, uh, all seasons of Dharma and Greg on DVD. We see, <laughs> uh, we see little, uh, candles that are completely melted. Yeah. But the casings are still there. One of the girls like pulls up a pile of like newspapers and discovers like an old petrified dead cat. Like, underneath. Yes, and they scream. Yeah. Cat. Charlotte screams. That's a comedy. Book, yeah. But. <laughs> and then they, and they're like, I didn't think Samantha even liked cats. She hates cats. Yeah. And they're like, I know. And so they're just totally freaked out. Like they don't know what's happening to their dear friend, Samantha. And they don't, they also feel so guilty that like, how did it get this bad? Totally. Where were we in all of this? And then when they're having that conversation, like, where were we in all of this? All of a sudden, Miranda whispers in Charlotte's ear. She goes, meow. And then Charlotte thinks it's the dead cat. Mm-hmm. And Charlotte screams again. Mm-hmm. And they're like, no, the cat's dead. And yeah. it's like a big, funny comedy bit again. Charlotte screams and then lets out a little scaredy fart. And then they laugh. And then yeah, they laugh. They're like, there's Charlotte. Always like a little yeah. gross moment that they always have. <laughs> and they're like, oh, Charlotte. Like, oh, Char. you're so silly. And yeah. then they all kind of laugh. And then she's like embarrassed. She like turns red and she's like, stop it. I didn't fart. And yeah. so, and that becomes like <laughs> so a. So Charlotte. Yeah. So Charlotte. So the next day, Samantha wakes up and. She's come to. She's come to. Completely back to the Sam that we know from the series and the movies. Mm hmm. She's not still Sam. <laughs> She's not still, still Sammy. Sammy. She's yeah. like Samantha Jones. Samantha Jones PR. Yeah. Yeah. And she realizes in that moment, she wakes up in her bed, not knowing how she got to her bed. Mm-hmm. And she has a very dramatic, quiet moment where it's like just her. There's no dialogue. And she just realizes she's looking around her apartment thinking, how did I get here? This is not the life that I was leading. And I'm not, she's all of a sudden having this aha moment where she's thinking that she moved to New York and she maybe has a flashback in her mind of when she first moved to New York from Florida. Or maybe the flashback is when she got on the bus to go from Florida to New York City. And it's her playing herself as a teen. Yeah. Like there's not a younger actress. It's It's just Kim Cattrall. They put braces on. They put braces on her and kind of frizzed her hair a little Mm -hmm. bit. And like, 
airbrush her face like fully like that uh technology they used in uh captain america or, yeah. or avengers where they made robert downey jr look like a teen they mm-hmm. did that with her they did that with her yeah, that's a huge her... part of the budget is devoted to like <laughs> her de-aging yeah <laughs> and so and she and then we kind of also get flashbacks of like her best moments from the show and like uh-huh. her wonderful life in her her most New York moments, yeah, yeah, we see all the New York moments of Sam being uniquely Sam in the New York City, in mm-hmm. the New York City. in the New in the New York City, yes. But so now it's all come to this. It's all come to where she, she's looking around and she looks over in her corner of the living room and she sees a spot where there there's an indentation in the rug and it's where a dead cat was that mm-hmm. the girls had taken out of the house and she goes, "Oh my god, I remember getting Fluffy and she's no longer here or Fluffy." And I need to get out of the city. Mm -hmm. I need to get out. So she calls her assistant and Mm -hmm. she's like... Who's played by Selena Gomez. (laughs) Yes. Selena Gomez. Gomez A fresh face Selena Gomez. That's like all business. Yeah, She's only in three scenes. Mm -hmm. The other scene with the Find My iPhone, this one, and then a future one. Yeah, a future one. So she calls Selena, the assistant, and then tells her, like, cancel my day, cancel my week. Cancel my year. It's all canceled. Yeah, it's all canceled. It's all, all canceled. canceled. And she's like, what? What? But before she can even get answers, Samantha's hung up. Mm-hmm. Then she takes to, she goes, clears all this trash off her desk and presses record on yeah. a tape. She grabs her tape recorder from underneath a bunch of magazines, puts it on that desk, mm-hmm. and she hits that record button and starts recording. Yeah. Then we fade out mm-hmm. and we fade back in and... I think the girls are at brunch, like Carrie, yes. Charlotte, Miranda are all at brunch. Like, and they're talking about, uh, they're talking about, um, uh, spectrum cable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They're and discussing how, that. Yeah. And they're like, it switched from time Warner and mm-hmm. it's just what like, is it now? what is it now? They're c- totally confused. And yeah. They're having that whole conversation about spectrum cable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, and, and then Miranda's like, well, we cut, we cut the cord. Like we don't even mm-hmm. watch. And Charlotte's like, Carrie's like, how could you do that? There's so much good TV on. Right, you're and missing like, it all. Yeah. And like, and they're kind of joking about like, I think Carrie jokes about, not having as much sex because like she and big are older now and they watch tv but she's fine with it and then miranda's like speak for yourself like i just got like laid last night and yeah miranda's taking on some of the qualities that samantha yeah has lost she's kind of like now who's sexy now uh-huh. it's miranda uh-huh. like she uh-huh. is the samantha and then charlotte and harry's life is like the same like very stable mm-hmm. and like her daughters are in private school and they're kind of becoming like Bella Hadid type of girls. Like yes. they're being groomed for like superstardom yes. modeling. And they are like are gonna be even more famous than Bella and Gigi. Yeah, they're gonna be huge yeah. supermodels, like humongous huge. supermodels. And we see little glimpses of them in the movie. Mm-hmm. And they're stunningly newcomers to the silver screen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're newcomers. And they're, they're stunning. total newcomers. They're stunning. Yeah. So the girls are talking, they're waiting for Samantha to get there, but she never shows up. She never shows up to brunch because uh, Samantha's already on her way to Florida. Yeah. She's on her way back to the Everglades. And well, they're like, where is she? Where is she? Like, what the fuck? And so they, just when they're about to call her, a messenger comes mm-hmm. into mm-hmm. the restaurant. So, yes. With a package. Yes. And he puts it on the table. And with the no messenger, explanation. he's played by Michael Fassbender because mm-hmm. they have celebrity cameos in yeah. the movie. So yeah. Michael Fassbender comes in as a messenger. Yeah. Just delivers heat. Only says, here, girls. That's his only line. Mm -hmm. He drops it down. And it's a mess. It's a note to them. Mm -hmm. And it just says, 
uh, hey, girls, it's Sam. You'll get your tapes. Mm-hmm. And they're like, what the fuck? What do you, what does she Play these tapes? in order. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. Play these in order. Mm-hmm. Play these in order. And they're all confused. They're like, tapes, tapes. And then they have some funny little asides about like spectrum cable again and tapes. And they're like, what year are we in? Yeah. You know, and they're like, all, <laughs> they're having a moment before they're talking about Samantha's dementia. They're like having a moment where they're like, what year is it? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Then we cut to Samantha driving down mm-hmm. like she's already in florida and at she's this point her, she's her normal self mm-hmm. she's her normal self she has like a beautiful like bob mackie like silk silk scarf tied around her head she's in a convertible with like huge sunglasses huge sunglasses and she has some random object on her because they always like are dressed in something random mm-hmm. and that is uh she's got a scrunchie on her upper bicep yes right mm-hmm. around like a gold like scrunchie an, yeah, like a gold, gold lame scrunchie, scrunchie. Mm-hmm. and it's like on her bicep yeah and that becomes a trend too but that becomes a trend yeah. too and then i think under the gold scrunchie is like a thick like it's like a versace like mm-hmm. bicep bangle yes yeah a bicep bangles are huge in yeah the summer night yeah <laughs> so oh no the scrunchie is just a metal it's an actual gold scrunchie oh. bicep bangle with wow. a huge Versace like Medusa on it, and it's very, very 2019. I would buy that. Yeah, me too. Yeah. So she's in her car driving. So she's in her car driving, and we just see it like kind of zoom in on her, and then it goes. The camera like turns around, and we see her car just like going down the road, yes. and it's like now. And then there's a sign that says like now entering Florida. Florida. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're entering Florida. <laughs> now entering <Just> Florida. Florida. <laughs> you're entering Florida. She got there quick. Yeah. She, she put it. She recorded those tapes and then rented <laughs> a the fuck out. rented a car and got rented the fuck out. Yeah, and, yeah. And then it just says "Welcome to Florida." Mm-hmm. And you know what's playing is um, it's a remix of that Taylor Swift Taylor Swift song <laughs> "Welcome to New York." Yeah, it's "Welcome to Florida." It's mm-hmm. like a remix that yeah. Taylor did just for this movie. And every time Samantha like drive, like she's not just going to Florida; she's going to like small hometown in the Everglades. Yeah, it's it's like that movie. Uh, uh, what was that Oscar movie with Willem Dafoe? <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? The, Flo- the oh, Florida yeah, Project. Oh, the Florida Project. <laughs> How can I not think of the name? The Florida Project. What was that movie that took place in Florida? That Willem the Project. Dafoe- <laughs> it was like a, in the project in Florida. <laughs> so she's like in that kind of neighborhood, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like she's driving. She literally, we see that hotel. Yeah. From the Florida Project. Yeah. And, and Willem Dafoe cameos like, Samantha drives by him. And he's, he's like, he's like, kids. slow down. Yeah. He's with all the, I didn't even see the movie, but yeah. <laughs> I saw the trailer. <laughs> yeah. And he was with some kids. He's with some kids and we get like a little moment, but everyone that sees Samantha drive by, it's like their heads turn. Cause it's like, who is this new girl in town? That's, that's Willem's cameo is he's like, who's that? Who is she? Yeah. yeah. And. Samantha and for a pulls, moment, we're not sure if it's Madonna or Willem Dafoe because they sort of look alike. They now. sort of look alike now, but <laughs> so it's Willem. Sure. It's truly it's Willem. Willem. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so Samantha pulls into Madonna's cameo comes later. <laughs> Madonna's <laughs> cameo is later. Yeah. And so Samantha pulls into like, is she living in a house? Is she living like in a hotel? She's in a motel. I think she pulls into the motel from the Florida project. <laughs> the outside is that hotel from mm-hmm. or the motel. But the inside they couldn't recreate mm-hmm. because of um, 
budget reasons. Yeah. It was too expensive to get that same set decorator. So mm-hmm. they hired someone new because his career took off. That guy who yeah. did the inside of the Florida Project Hotel, mm-hmm. his career really took off. So they hired someone new. And so it looks just slightly different than that movie's yeah. interiors. But it's still very similar. Mm-hmm. And the fans of the Florida Project, there's like great crossover and it brings a lot of dramatic <laughs> cred sure. to the movie. Sure. So Florida Samantha, Project fans are like loving this Yeah, they're loving this yeah. crossover. And they're like, wow, you know, I never really connected with Sex in the City because it wasn't deep enough for me. But now I'm fi- I found a way in. Yeah. yeah. They create Facebook groups called like the Sex Project. Mm-hmm. The Sex, sex, sex Project. The si- sex in the City Project. Project. Yeah, yeah. The New York, from New York to Florida Project. Yeah. And then the cover photo for that Facebook group is just the still image of Willem Dafoe seeing <laughs> Samantha Jones on this, like, drive through town. Going, yeah. Like, who's that girl? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so Samantha checks into the hotel, the motel. She puts all her bags down and then just, like, reclines and kind of, and then takes a nap. She's tired because yes. that was a long drive. It was a long trip. <laughs> it was a crazily a long, long trip. trip where she just drove all the way through. And she seemingly knew exactly where to go without any directions. Like she never had any directions on her phone or anything. She just knew. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was something she never forgot. Yeah. And so. How to get back to Florida. <laughs> how to get back to the Everglades. <laughs> she got there. We cut back to the girls and they all, they're now Carrie's at home. Yeah. They've all dispersed back to their homes. Yeah. They're all at homes and they're ready to listen to their tapes. Yeah. Yeah, so we're Carrie's at home. Carrie's at home. Big's like in the other room watching his reality program. Yeah, he's watching uh, 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 Below Deck Med. Yeah, he's, <laughs> and he loves it. He is laughing. Captain Sandy. Yeah, and he so just Big funny. like loves Bravo sure. reality TV yeah. shows. Yeah, so eight, Andy got him into it, and mm-hmm. now he's like actually hooked. And Andy's trying to get him on a new real estate show, mm-hmm. like to be like a customer on one of the real estate shows. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, the Bethany and Frederick spinoff. Mm-hmm. So Aiden knocks at the door. Yeah, just when Carrie's about to push play. Like, because she thought she had his tape, but remember, Aiden is the one who delivers the tape. Oh, yeah. So she presses play, and right when she presses play, there's no sound coming out. Mm-hmm. And then there's a knock at the door, and it's Aiden with a different tape. Yeah, it goes, the t- maybe her tape goes, it's like no sound, and then it's like Samantha going, answer the door, Carrie. Yes. And then all of a sudden, and Carrie's like, what? And then yeah. not, there's not, horror. Not. There's horror elements in this film. Too. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. a thriller. It's a thriller. <laughs> this is like a. It's a genre-defying really film. <laughs> an epic. Yeah, an epic. Yeah. So Aiden's at the door. He's got her other tape. Mm-hmm. And Carrie is like freaked out. She's like, "Oh my god, Aiden, what are you doing here?" Hold on. She closes the door behind her and she goes outside to talk to Aiden because she's worried that Big's going to see Aiden. Yeah. And because even though they've squashed a lot of drama and no longer fight about TVs, Aiden is still a very sensitive subject totally. in their relationship. Like she promised big after the Abu Dhabi debacle that she would never Abu Dhabi debacle. <laughs> Abu Dhabi <laughs> debacle. Times. She would never ever talk to mm-hmm. Aiden ever again. Totally. Yes. Yeah, so she has to run back inside to grab the tape player Mm-hmm. And she's like, big, I'll be right back. And she lies to him. Yeah. She's like, I'll be right back. And then she goes with Aiden. Yeah. He's like, I have this tape. Like, she's like, what are you doing here? He's like, I have the tape. Like, Sam gave it to me. Like, she said that I had to come here. Like, it was an emergency. And so Carrie knows she has to go with him. Yeah. So she lies to big. And then they go, where do they go? To Aiden's apartment? They go to Aiden's apartment. He's alone now. He's single. Mm -hmm. And one of his kids, one of his sons is there and he's played by the boy from modern family yeah 
and they uh he's staying with Aiden for the week mm-hmm. the weekend and he's still young he's like 13 or 14 yeah maybe. yeah 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 he's 13 Aiden or 14 and his wife have like joint custody mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and so they're back at the apartment and then aiden's like hey son you need to go you need to get out of here like i have company this is carrie i used to date her mm-hmm. and then he's getting ready to leave and then he whispers in aiden his dad's ear and he's like she's cute and he's like he's not for, she's not for you yeah and he's like, I know. He's like, I know for you. Mm-hmm. He says, I know for you. <laughs> I mean, for you, Dad. So yeah. he's kind of pushing it along. He's, he's gonna because like, he wants because you know Aiden is always just better in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Like he needs that for like a woman to really ground him. And he's been single ever since the marriage. In Aiden's house, it's like a farmhouse. It looks like something from the show Fixer Upper because mm-hmm. everything is like that kind of look yeah you know it's like a more lifestyle porn but it's very rustic farmhousey despite it being it almost looks like we're in a different city but we're not we're in like virginia but it's actually new york and we're actually and you can't believe it but it's like that's one of the beauties of this yeah Yeah. it's so many interiors so much interior porn so they play the tape Mm -hmm. and it's revealed that samantha was really triggered by seeing carrie and big together yeah it triggered her and it she said you know, I don't want you guys to break up, but I, I'm not comfortable seeing you settle down so happily because you've always been the person that I thought had a higher expectation for men in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And now you've seemingly settled with a man who is now watching reality TV, which you used to have a problem with. And so Samantha is basically... Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Are you telling Carrie, like, you're not the girl that I thought and knew like where did the real carrie go yeah this right? isn't you you're not you anymore you're not you anymore and ever and and samantha maybe this is like she alludes <laughs> on the tape she said i know everyone thinks i'm not me but you're not you mm-hmm. and she said it takes one to know one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that's how she ends the tape right mm-hmm. yeah and so and that's how she ends every tape and you know what it does she ends that tape like that and immediately without any dialogue or anything she jumps on aiden and they kiss yeah they have a moment. They have a moment because hearing that you're not you makes Carrie want to go back and be messy like she used to be. Yeah. And she fucks Aiden. Yeah. And she fucks Aiden right there. And it's hot. So hot. It's and like steamy. the hottest scene. It's so hot. And he doesn't, even though he's older, he doesn't need to take any medications or anything. And he looks sex. good. He looks good. Like, And he, he, and he it, does look good. He looks great. Yeah. He's like so fit and just mm-hmm. like, just has aged so nicely. And like, she looks around she looks around his house and she's she's like notices that there's no TVs and he, and not even, not even a computer. And then while, so they're having sex in the, it's sundown. Yeah. On a bearskin rug, bearskin rug. Like the sun is coming down Mm -hmm. and there's a new song, uh, that's playing by uh, Kimberly lock. And it's like this, (laughs) it's this very romantic, song by kimberly lock from american idol yeah and this is like her comeback song and that's what's the sound that's the soundtrack to this moment Mm -hmm. and 
afterwards we see them like cuddled up on this rug and like there's candles lit around them. It's, and- you know what? I want to just go back for a second. Yeah. It's actually just a slowed down version of Eighth World Wonder. What's that song? I don't know. That. <laughs> <laughs> you would know it if you heard it. It's okay. like a grocery store song. It's a okay, Kimberly wow. Locke. It's like a, it's an adult contemporary, like cheesiest song ever, but it was like Perfect. a little bit fast, but this mm-hmm. is like a, the soundtrack. This moment has a slowed down version of Eighth World Wonder by Kimberly Locke. And it's Maybe like, it's a slowed down version slow. of that song sung by Rihanna. Yes. Yeah. Yes. A slowed down version of Eighth World Wonder by Rihanna. Yes, yeah. Like exactly. when Rihanna puts out her new album, this Ugh. is like, you know, she covered the Tame Impala song. This time this she covers <laughs> the Kimberly Locke song oh and it's God. actually like breathes new life into I the song. Die. And that's literally like my dream come true. Yeah. So that's what this is. Oh my God. And that's a hit. That's like huge song. And when this movie comes like during award season, that song is nominated for an Oscar. And Kimberly Locke and Rihanna both sing it Mm -hmm. together. Oh, yes. At the Academy Awards, they sing a duet of it. Yeah. So smash cut. Mm -hmm. Aiden and Carrie have just slept Slept. together. And they're cuddling on this rug and they realize that like all those feelings never are, went away. They never went away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Carrie has an aha moment in this this little bit where she realizes like she isn't the same person anymore. Like she lost herself along the way. Mm-hmm. She yeah, and we see all these flashbacks. We see her flashbacks from yeah. her greatest hits in New York City. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's and then we go to like when she moved there. Did she move there for college or did she, uh, she got like a job there? She in got a Carrie job. Diaries. She got like a, a a job where she was from. She was living outside the city with her family, and so she would like travel to the city for this job. Mm-hmm. We get a flashback to her job interview with the New York Star, and it's a, when she first got her column when yes. she's like. 26 or 27 and she's played by anna sophia robb who played her in the carrie diaries because <laughs> she would have aged to that age right so, it's- so samantha plays herself always but young carrie <laughs> young carrie <laughs> is played by anna sophia robb <laughs> yeah. so we see that and then we see like her career build up and mm-hmm. all these different guys that she slept with and great loves of her life and, and then she we loved she thrived off of having drama in her relationship yeah that was what she ultimately loved more than anything Mm -hmm. she didn't want to settle down because she loved the game of it yeah that was what she realized and maybe even in samantha's tape like carrie kind of fights it at first she's like i am still me i am still Mm -hmm. me and then like samantha says like you wear cashmere sweatpants now you're nothing like you used to be and we realize that all we've seen carrie wear in this entire movie is like cashmere loungewear yes 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 and one that with that belt yeah with that belt yeah and with different shoes but it's just like it's always always a sweat yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and she's like fuck and so yeah she fucks aiden she has all these memories and then she realized she lost herself and truly the true carrie is someone who wants to have drama yeah that's her she thrives off of it Mm -hmm. and i think maybe even even like in the movie, like her book sales have like dropped a little bit. Yeah. But I mean, she yeah, still yeah, like yeah. has an audience. Like obviously mm-hmm. her fans are never going to leave her, but like things have gotten a little stale. Yeah. She needs to spice things up. Yeah. And her happily ever after is a messy life. So she goes back. We see her go back like enter her apartment and big is just like asleep on the couch. Like he has no questions yeah. about where she was. And like, like she another t- episode of below deck med is playing. Yeah. So it's it, been it, a marathon. marathon. Yeah. And she kind of like 
wakes him up and they get into bed and we see her just laying there realizing this is not the life Mm -hmm. that I ever wanted to lead. Yeah. Yeah. Then the next day, I think who's, whose tape is next? Charlotte's Um, Charlotte. Mm -hmm. So the next day, maybe Charlotte's getting ready to like film. Film. She's getting her glam done Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because she has a shoot. Yeah. She has a confessional shoot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So she's getting ready to shoot and she's looking at, she looks at her tape the uh, PA comes in and is like, you know what? Uh, uh, Bethany's late to the shoot. Uh, we're going to have some time. Bethany's yeah. uh, getting back from Puerto Rico today. Mm-hmm. So we have some extra time. Yeah. And so then Charlotte's looking at her tape and she's like, well, I got some extra time. I might as well play this. Yeah. And that's when she plays her tape. So Charlotte's tape says. Charlotte's tape is all, uh, it's, you know, Samantha Jones saying, I worked for you and you made my career tumble. She says, you know, you refused to uh, film with drunk Dorinda and that cost me a lot of money and sponsorships. Mm-hmm. I don't know how, but it just, it's not, you it, know what? It's not even revealed. It sometimes there's plot holes. Yeah. It doesn't, we don't need to know. Need to All know. we know is that that had a ripple effect mm-hmm. that like she, Samantha used to have four assistants. Now mm-hmm. she just has the one. Now she just has Selena. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And sh- her business, like, She's like, you don't know this, but my business has all but fallen apart. Yeah, and from, it's your fault. And it's your fault and from she that says, moment. I I fired a lot of my clients. I fired Smith Jared because you're so I could gig, focus on so you. I could focus on you, and it was taking up too much of my time. And then you made me lose money be it, by not filming with Dorinda. Mm-hmm. And Charlotte's shocked. Charlotte is shell shocked. She had no idea. Yeah, she. You know, we see the back of Charlotte's head, and then the. Uh, PA comes back to knock on the door to say, Hey, are you ready to film? And she turns around and she's got mascara running. Mm-hmm. She was crying. It's like this real dramatic shot. It's very dramatic. And I think also an added thing is that Charlotte's daughter, Samantha was also managing Charlotte's daughters, mm. but they're divas. Divas. They have like, like the old Lily is like fully into Coke. Yeah. Uh, lots of Coke. Lots of Coke and clubbing late at night. So Samantha's always kind of like, it's like there are a lot of, work to manage because they haven't yet crossed over into like total superstardom. So Samantha just has always have to clean up after their messes. Yes, yes. She mentions that too. Yes. And she's the, like, it's like, I chose not to have kids for a reason. And mm. now I'm like dealing with your daughters now I'm and the they're mother. beautiful, but they're beautiful bitches. And you're always working and I'm busy taking care of your kids. Like, yeah. You're the mother. I'm not supposed to be the mother. What happened to you? You're not the mother anymore. Yeah. She's like, you're not yourself, Charlotte. You're not yourself, Charlotte. And then she's like, Lily overdosed, and I brought her back to life with CPR, mm-hmm. and that should be your job. Wow. And it, it shakes Charlotte to her core. Yeah. She had, she's like, can't she believe had it. no idea. And she realized, wow, I'm not myself. No. I wasn't myself. So, so then- She has a coming- So you know what she tells that PA that came in? I'm not filming anymore at all. I'm done. Yeah. She I'm quits. Going, I'm going to find my daughters. Yeah. She quits the show- on the spot. On the spot. Like, they don't get another... And so, th- when they air the season of Real Houses in New York, they uh, have to explain her absence away. Yeah. Because halfway through, she quit filming. And so, she just is phased out. Mm-hmm. She's phased out. And this also creates, I think, like, it's like a media firestorm. But no one can figure out why she quit. Because uh, whenever someone tries to call Contact Samantha's PR, office, no one, there. no one there. Wow. And so, and Selena's not going to give up the goods. And then the tabloids just have their way with this whole story. And so they start printing things that aren't true and that are crazy 
or than even what happened yeah. about Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Like, your house in New York star quits unexpectedly because of, and they all, every tabloid says something different. Yeah. They all, one of them says she overdosed. One of them says, you know, she's, uh, she's in rehab, she's in like, rehab. yeah, all mm-hmm. the stuff. And then Charlotte can't bring herself to like, say, the her and Harry right? had, uh, marital troubles mm-hmm. yeah, and Harry no- cheating scandal mm-hmm. or the daughters like having their tr- like a daughter pregnancy uh, and like abortion scandal uh, botched plastic surgery yeah they say oh she's in hiding she had botched plastic surgery mm-hmm. no one knows yeah. the truth no one knows and so now we cut I think we cut back to Samantha mm-hmm. in Florida and we see her like she goes into Dairy Queen DQ, DQ, yeah. DQ to DQ something different yeah <laughs> <laughs> To interview for a job. Yeah. And the manager there is like... Wait, do I know you? Yeah. And she's like, yeah. He's an older gentleman around her age. Mm -hmm. She's like, yeah, it's me, Sam. Uh I used to work here. And he's like, oh my God. And then we flash back to her and young... That young CGI mm-hmm. and and that other that old man though he's not in young CGI because it's just no. Kim Cattrall and young CGI. Yeah, it's just so Kim Cattrall. He, they don't but, have the budget to no, like put everyone. One. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's just a. It, there's actually like a teen playing him. Yeah, there's so a teen. she's acting with like another teenager. <laughs> yes, and so we're seeing this flashback of when they used to work the DQ together and they're in love. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're just showing them in love. Yeah, and then and like fucking in the back of the they, restaurant. Yeah, fucking. Yeah, yes, they're fucking. we cut back and she's like blowing him next to like a milkshake thing oh in present day uh in uh, no we ca- when we do a flashback okay. to young samantha <laughs> yes. it's like we see her and the those like crunch coat those little peanuts you know that they have mm-hmm. there's a big uh, jar of them and that they're like shaking on the counter yeah as she's giving him a beach yeah mm-hmm. and so and then we and there's just... always a gross moment so what would the gross moment be in that flashback so like maybe uh there's got to be some sort of like little like a a step too far a step too far (laughs) i feel like it's like he she's not down with like swallowing so like instead of of like of swallowing she's like he she he comes into like a milkshake yes (laughs) yes yes i was gonna say something even grosser no what were you gonna say (laughs) say it so she grabs uh uh, an ice cream somebody else is walking by another employee is walking by with an ice cream in a cup that's ready to go in a cone uh, yeah it's ready to go and samantha instead of swallowing she spits onto it yeah onto this perfectly made ice cream cone mm-hmm. and she spits his semen on <laughs> sorry guys i apologize and give and then so they give it to the customer mm-hmm. and the and customer the, yeah, takes the, a sip and is like mm, yum yeah, this is good they're like it's kind of salty and sweet yeah so that's our comedy moment. yeah that's yeah, like yeah. the comedy moment yeah. so then we cut back to present day yeah and he's like are you sure you want to work here and she's like i've never been more sure of anything in my life mm-hmm. and then his grandson walks by mm-hmm. walks into the dq yeah he's like ready to start a shift his grandson is played by the same young kid the same young, <laughs> the same. So he's is it Ansel Elgort? Yes, Ansel yeah. Elgort is playing the that that manager that worked with her at a young age. At a young and age, and then also they just like change his style, mm-hmm. so it looks like they're related. Yeah, and he's like, "This is little Billy." Yeah, Billy. Billy, my grandson. Ansel Elgort. Ansel Elgort. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. So Samantha looks at him. Kind she of trashed up because it's Florida. It's so Florida. he's like has a mullet. He it's has like Ansel a, it, with a mullet yeah. and like a like a big tank top with, with like um uh, just it says like uh, I went to Myrtle Beach and all I got was this lousy tank top. Mm-hmm. That's what it says on his tank top. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, on the back it says like 
I'm with stupid. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Okay, so it's got two different like kitschy sayings. Yeah. It. Yeah. And Samantha kind of, ma- they kind of have them. They, I yeah, she have a moment. That guy that she just had a flashback about. Yeah. She and she's not him. into older guys anymore. No, she like she wants him young. Yeah. And she's trying to relive her youth to see what she was missing from her current life. Mm-hmm. And so she all of a sudden gets the idea, like I'm going to fuck that kid and yeah. that'll help remind me of my youth. Yeah. That'll bring me back to the, place in my head where i'm better so the guy the manager says are you sure you want this job and then billy walks in and she sees billy and then she goes absolutely 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 so then we cut now back to miranda 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 and she's about to listen to her tape she's about to listen to her tape with steve who steve's in the other room literally uh sitting on another guy's face yeah <laughs> I'm they sorry, have like I'm a so full-blown like orgy <laughs> house like house right now yes, and magda is like she's really she's loosened to up too mm-hmm. and she's used to it like she totally. knows when to give everyone their privacy mm-hmm. and like what kind of condoms and lube to buy and yeah and mag and so in this scene like we cut to miranda about to play the tape and magda's just like putting uh by the by steve's doorway where he's with the other guy she's putting down like uh a condom uh some lube <laughs> and a little mini rosary mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like a little acute wink to the past mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and miranda she presses play she presses play she hears on the tape literally while steve is sexing a dude she's hearing about how Samantha's saying, you've changed. Like, you never used to be this sexually open. And Samantha's saying, I wanted to be bisexual. She's like, I tried to have a relationship with a woman, and I couldn't make it work. And I've tried to have a relationship with a couple. I couldn't Mm -hmm. make it work. You know, and we see flashbacks to those scenes in the series where Samantha is seemingly like this sexual, you know, awoke person. Mm -hmm. And we see that in flashbacks, we're kind of reminded, like, oh, she wasn't actually that sexually woke. Yeah. You know, she was like... She was kind of straight she was very straight and very heteronormative heteronormative. yeah and so we see those flashbacks of those times she had had tried to have her the relationship with the woman or the couple and then we cut to uh, miranda and steve having this very actually open relationship Mm -hmm. and samantha is on the tape she says miranda this isn't you yeah this is not this is never who you've been this is not who you've been and she says i you're leading the life that i always thought that i was leading Mm -hmm. that i I thought i would have she's like i was supposed to have this Mm -hmm. life i was supposed to have this hair these shoes yes yes yes. this partner this partner and you took it away from me you took my life yeah yeah and so that gives miranda an aha moment and she goes steve get him out get Mm -hmm. the guy out yeah and that guy she breaks up the set she's like excuse me yeah. this is over and like guy, she comes bursting she's into the bursting, room and this is over and we see the old Miranda again mm-hmm. and the guy is played by idris alba yes and she's like you need to get the fuck out and he we see him like sideways naked like mm-hmm. we see him mostly naked he's covering like his dick with both hands mm-hmm. and like shuffling out of the room but we get a really good, a good ass glimpse. shot yeah. yeah yeah and so he shuffles out of the room and idris alba goes i mean that's his cameo right mm-hmm. like he's done and Miranda gets back to that tough, loving Miranda that we used to know. And you know what? She's got the spiky hairdo and she just, she ruffles it a little she bit. She ruffles it. And guess what? It looks even better. Yeah. And then it's like messy, the messy Miranda. The messy Miranda. So I think Miranda calls up all the girls mm-hmm. and she's like, did you listen to the tapes? And they're like, yes. 
And so now they, she's like, we've got to go get our girl. We got to go make this right. Yeah. And uh, she's like, and we got to be ourselves. Mm -hmm. I think we now cut back to Samantha. Samantha. Yeah. And she's working at the counter at DQ. Having very like romantic glimpses with Ansel Eckhart. Yeah. He like, he hangs out there a lot because it's summertime and he doesn't really have any friends. Like, I feel like he's in summer school because he's kind of like a bad boy Mm -hmm, or mm -hmm. just like a little bit lost himself. And he likes to hang out with his grandpa and grandpa works at DQ. So he chills there. And one time Samantha like catches him around the corner make tonguing a girl like, mm-hmm. like a young a 17 like they're just making out around the dairy queen which p.s my first kiss was at a dairy queen I really it's yeah. a special it's yeah. a special I'm like zone getting for flashbacks you right now i'm like my, I kissed, <laughs> my first tongue kiss was at a dairy queen with a girl which is uh, neither here nor there but uh i'm getting flashbacks now but anyway so ansel Edward, he's tongue kissing a girl behind the dairy queen mm-hmm. and samantha is like going around to have a cigarette because she smokes a little bit now mm-hmm. in florida she smokes in florida absolutely everyone florida, smokes. She smokes. and she kind of is like her style is very like she's wearing shorts flip-flop <laughs> and like a tube top <laughs> yeah yeah she's, with like huge hoop earrings she's like sexy florida yeah and right? she has roots too oh wow yeah roots and like bleach blonde hair yes. maybe we get like a makeover montage yeah. like when she gets to the motel there's like a really fun makeover montage where she goes full florida totally so right. she catches ansel yeah so he's making out with the girl and the girl sees samantha and she's like oh my god someone's watching us i gotta get out of here and so she scurries out and then they were sitting down like they were at one of those like a bench like a, mm-hmm. a like an outdoor yeah outside there and so he stands up after she scurries off okay and he stands up and he's got a boner and samantha she sees it she looks down and he, Ansel Edgard, he's like, he's like, ah, oh, fuck! I can't believe she blue balled me. Mm-hmm. And she goes, I can make him red for you. Is that the color? <laughs> I'm like trying to think, what's the I'll color? Make him red for you. <laughs> I'll make him red for you. There has to be a pun like red state, red ball, or <laughs> yeah. something like that. Like oh, she's yes, loving exactly Florida. It. Red state, red balls. Yeah, yes, that's exactly it. So she that's and Ansel. <laughs> that's the poster tagline, Laura. That's literally red state, red balls. Red that's, state, that's red the, balls. It's literally on the poster. Like, you know, how the other one was like, get carried away. Mm-hmm. This one just says red state, red, red state, balls. Red state, red balls. <laughs> and so she takes Ansel out to the car mm-hmm. and gives him the blowjob of a lifetime. Yeah. And he's like, he comes in two seconds. I mean, but he is amazed at her talents. Yeah. And she actually like, they have a moment. He comes so fast. She's like, wait, have you never done that before? Mm-hmm. And we realize that he's like a virgin. Like he's yes. never even like seen a girl's boobs before. Yes. Yes. So then we have like a scene where it's Samantha in the, in a bedroom, in her motel room with this kid. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I'm going to teach you a lesson. And then she literally, it's like a montage of her having sex with this kid yeah this is inappropriate every no it's fine it's <laughs> okay, okay. edgy i mean it's indie it's indie it's edgy with a big budget yeah, yeah but yeah. also it's like i in- think this will come into play later like in the movie right. where it's like she gets discovered for having this relationship yeah. and then like she's only let off because the judge realizes this is down the road but the judge realizes she, that she has, was suffering dementia yeah and so she couldn't and be so put yeah blame. and they don't the parents don't press charges because of her dementia mm-hmm. and because like the, this, the old, yeah. the grandpa gets it. He knows who she is. He knows she didn't mean yeah. any harm. She's just being Sam. She's, that's, that's Sam. Yeah. She is still Sam. And it was consensual. All. Yeah, and it was consensual. And He's maybe, 17. It's like the you know age what, maybe, of... Maybe, maybe like, it, yeah. 
was shortly after that first hookup, he turns 18. Yeah. I'm th- I think there will be a lot of think pieces about yeah. the relationship. Was it okay? Was it not okay? Jezebel will have a field day yes, with it. Yes. Like, <laughs> lots of places will have mm-hmm. reactive responses. And then there's going to be articles about those articles. Saying, yeah. Like, is this what the Sex and City people wanted? Like, mm-hmm. they wanted this. Is this okay now? Yeah. 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 And it will actually spark, like, a very interesting discussion of, like, if that was a young girl and an older guy, mm-hmm. would we be treating it the same way? Yeah. And like the answer is we'd be even more outraged. So like it just creates a lot of discussion. Everyone's talking about like aside from the Miranda haircut, like everyone on TV, Wendy Williams is doing a hot topic about this. You know, Andy Cohen on Watch What Happens Live, he's doing polls. Like, was it okay that she's yeah. up with them? Like they're everyone's no one's quite sure where to land. Like they feel that they should be against it, but after seeing the movie, they were so moved by her performance. That yeah. they were like, you know what? Maybe it was okay. It's so, a constant or, even, conversation. Even people that would normally be very upset about this happening in a film, they're even were so, they were so moved by Samantha and Kim mm-hmm. Cattrall's performance. They're like, I don't find anything wrong with it. Yeah, and their people are like shocked by their own feelings. And it truly is okay at the end of the day because it's love. It's love. So they fuck and we have this whole thing and like <laughs> she totally takes his virginity uh-huh. and like teaches him everything about sex that you can possibly know. And then afterwards, I feel like she she's like, all right, now scram. Like, she's like, mm. he's hot, we fucked, and, like, I'm Samantha Jones. Like, I'm over it, and I need my beauty sleep. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And so he leaves. But then the next day, oh, he doesn't come in to work the next day. And she finds that she misses him. Like, uh-huh, she was uh-huh. looking forward to him being there, and then he's not there. And when she's getting off at the end of her shift as a cashier at... Dairy Queen. (laughs) (laughs) We do get like one quick comedic scene real quick though. Before we get a quick comedic scene of her checking someone like uh, doing the register at the Dairy Queen, like where she's Mm -hmm. trying to learn it again. Somebody's trying to teach her like another young boy, like an awkward teen boy is trying to teach her the register. And she's like, honey, I've done this before. And it's Mm -hmm. like a cute little like, and she like, yeah. And she like, pushes the register in with her hip or like maybe mm-hmm. can't get it to come out. And she's like, you just have to jerk it a certain way. Yeah, and like, there's a lot it. of sexual innuendo. Uh-huh. And then she's I like, know which buttons to press. Yeah. And like, she like, shoves it back in with a little flick of the hip. And then like, Oh, and when she's at one point, she's like, leaning over to do the register to like do one of her like mm-hmm. moves or something and that awkward teen boy is like looking at her boob and it's like kind of scantily like it's not out of her shirt like in her tube top she's in her tube top it's not out but it's like he's checking out her you know rack or whatever and she just goes you want a better look and she like real aggressively like yeah pulls like her shows boob. one tit yeah one boob just yeah, one, one boob. Like, in her go. dq uniform i think with like a lacy red bra underneath <laughs> and then she's like oh you want a little peek <laughs> Here's one. Yeah. So Samantha's having fun at the at her yeah, job. She's like living, loving, laughing. But she's also like a little bit sad that Ansel didn't come. Yeah, that Ansel Billy didn't, didn't come by. Up, Billy didn't show up for work. But then as she's leaving, it's a beautiful Florida sunset. Like mm. the sky is just like purple and it's like hot and humid. And who's waiting outside in the parking lot? Billy. Billy. Billy's there. Billy's there he's, in he's, his dad's car. In his dad's car, and he's playing that slow Rihanna, Eighth World Wonder cover. Mm-hmm. It's playing again. It's playing again. It's and the theme of this it's movie. The theme of this movie, and he's playing it on the loudspeaker. And you know what? That sparks something in Samantha, where she jumps in that car. Yeah, and he's like, "I'm going to take you on a date." Yeah, and she's like, "Let's do it." Let's and do then it. they go play mini golf. Ah, uh, the most romantic of Florida. The dates. most romantic Florida wow. date. Wow. 
Yes, yes. So then we cut back to the girls who the girls arrived in Florida. Yeah. The girls are renting do they are they are renting the car and they're like figuring out like Well they they're returning the car that they had rented in New York. They're okay. in Florida. They, now. They're in Florida. They're in now. Florida now. Okay, yeah, and yeah, they're yeah. returning it. And they, they they ask at the rental car return. They're like, "Where should we go?" You know, like we've never mm-hmm. been to Florida. And they do some like very inappropriate like Florida jokes. Yeah, like they make they're really of, shitting on Florida. They're really shitting on Florida, and it's like very like there's other thing pieces later that come out about this movie about them shitting on Florida. Mm-hmm. Like remember when uh, they went to Abu Dhabi and. They and were, people were like really pissed about the way that yeah, they cultural treat, appropriation, yeah, cultural appropriation, and then just like their what they thought about the Middle East in general. Yeah. And this happens again. Michael Patrick King doubles down, mm-hmm. and he really goes in on Florida yeah. during this rental car scene. Yeah, and it's just like maybe like the rental car like return person is played by like it's like famous Florida actress. Who's a famous Florida actress? Um, Margot Martindale. Margot Martindale. <laughs> I don't know that she with is. like an eye patch. With an eye patch. And like and like and like st- most of her teeth missing. Yeah, very. And they're like, why did you have to very. cast like this woman who's so obviously over the top? <laughs> a lot of the Florida workers in the Florida scenes are like very inappropriate. Yeah, it's all and they're like, God, Aside everyone in Florida. Billy, so except for Billy and the manager. And the manager. Like, everyone else like has <laughs> it's like hideous. Deformed. They look like um did you ever see that movie with Paris Hilton, the hottie and the naughty. <laughs> Do you remember when she was like the naughty? No, but I remember Do you know the poster at least. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Okay, so like they all sort of look like that, like cartoonishly trollish. Yeah, like, they literally it's like went, shallow howl or something. Yes, where it's like, they like went out of their way. Patricia Field was busy, so she didn't work on this movie, so they no. hired somebody else. And so somebody else is doing like the costume, the makeup and all that stuff. And they put like warts and stuff on people to make them look like extra trollish. Yeah. And there, it's like, God, and there's always these jokes about like everyone in Florida is fat and ugly. Like, and they just go in (laughs) hard. Yeah. Yeah. And like, even the state of Florida, like they they make an ad for like tourism. Maybe like the tourism board of Florida sues Michael Patrick King. So, so then the girls, in response to that, they have to film a commercial. The four girls mm-hmm. with Jennifer Hudson. Like, mm-hmm. Somehow they rope. They have to get Jennifer Hudson back for this commercial yeah. to promote Florida tourism in uh, in a way of apologizing for this film. Yeah. And then it makes everything okay. Yeah. And, but it's like a whole thing. It's a whole thing. But, you know, this Florida tourism commercial that they do with J HUD, you know, really makes everything a little bit better temporarily. Mm-hmm. Years later, we'll start to, you know, examine this movie again and we'll say, was that okay? Yeah. And it really wasn't. But for but they, now, in but, the time, yeah, the it studio is. put enough money into making it okay when it was first released. So we'll kind of all forget. Like they yeah. shut down publications. They, they were like, let's stop talking about this Florida thing. Yeah. So the girls have arrived in Florida and they're like, where should we even go? And then they get like, there's nowhere really in town, like except for these yeah, like motels. Because again, this is stereotypical Florida. So yeah. There's only two motels. There's in the two whole motels town. in this like shithole t- Florida <laughs> town. <laughs> and they just instinct, like there's no, they just instinctively went to the same town, the Everglades where mm-hmm. Samantha's at. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, because they thought they, they found they probably where looked lived. in her apartment yeah, yeah, yeah. and like they remember where she lived yeah. or the town and they were like, she must She's be. They figure place. out through the tapes, like mm-hmm. that'll get fleshed out in like the whole writing process, yeah, yeah, development yeah. process, but they figure out that she lives sure. in this town. So they go there and they check into the motel and another trollish person working another a hideously yeah. trollish person mm-hmm. working there. Like it's Paul Giamatti in ugly makeup. Yeah. <laughs> 
So it's like even an uglier Paul Giamatti. <laughs> an extra ugly. Extra Paul. ugly Paul. <laughs> and so they check in. They're like getting... Um, and there's then there's just like Florida comedy. I feel like they all go out to dinner, but it's like there's a scene at a water park. Yeah, a scene at a water park. And I think that in the the girls while they're trying to kind of find Samantha, what? I just thought of something. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I interrupted. No, it's okay. Uh there's also a funny comedy bit in Florida with the humidity and it ruins the Miranda. Oh, it totally ruins. The Miranda becomes like puffed out mm-hmm. to the sides and very circular, almost it's like a it's almost like an afro, but it's not. Sure. Because it's she, not the whole head. She ends up looking like the Cynthia doll from Rugrats. Yeah, like that's what, exa- what, exactly. Which is what people look like when they try to do it themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, and so the girls, while they're in Florida, it's like, I think Carrie admits about like the Aiden, of the, or they're talking mm-hmm, about their tapes mm-hmm. and like they're remembering, like they're all downloading each other on what the yeah. tape said. Yeah. Yeah, and they're at a little diner, or the, right there. Is that where they're at when they're downloading? Them? Yeah, I think okay. they're at a diner. They just come from the water park. They've just they're come in from the sort water of like park. Their Florida swimsuits, which are really like stuff they got at like those beach shops, mm-hmm. and so like they're wearing like a white t-shirt cover up. Yeah, um, all with of like them. a bikini. All of them are. <laughs> yeah, with a bikini on, but, but they all accessorize sure. it differently. Yeah, they all and they look good. Like, mm-hmm. And Charlotte's even wearing like the men's one, so it's like. Looks like muscles, men's muscles on her. Yeah. And the white t-shirt. But like, they all look so fucking good in these Florida outfits. Yeah. And like, everywhere they go, heads are turning. Like, yeah. people are really like fascinated these, by like, them. And beachy outfits. Like, these kitschy beachy outfits. But mm-hmm. like, they look so fucking good. Yeah. And aside from Miranda's hair. Aside from Miranda's mm-hmm. hair, which is just like a running joke in the movie at yeah, this yeah, point. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, now we... They're at the restaurant. Okay. Yeah. This, is this the same night that Samantha is on the date? Okay, yeah, so she's on the date, so this is nighttime. Mm-hmm. So Samantha's getting home to her hotel, motel from the date, and the motel just happens to be across from the restaurant they're at. Yeah. They're at a Dugan's, a mm-hmm. place called Dugan's. Mm-hmm. And the restaurant, Dugan's, is literally across the street from the motel. So they look, and they see Samantha with the young boy. Mm-hmm. And at first, the girls are all like, wait a minute, was Samantha's with like a young boy? Is that like uh, her son? They For a minute, they think, maybe that's her son, and she's coming back to Florida. Yeah, yeah. that's what it's all about. Um, I just had like a revelation. What? But this is too dark. <laughs> no, I think I know where you're going with oh my this, God, and this I like, like it. too dark. But, okay, <laughs> so they're thinking... That's Samantha's son. Like mm-hmm. She's with the son. So then Samantha makes out. <laughs> so Samantha's making out with the boy, and they're like, holy shit, that's not her son. Like, she's making out with him. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, we need to stop that. He looks like a young boy. Yeah. We need to get in there. Charlotte's like, he can't be more than 17 years old. He's 17. She's like, he's 17. And then Brady's the, 17. Miranda's like, she wouldn't do that. She, I mean, she wouldn't sleep with And someone. Carrie's like, well, wouldn't she? she? Yeah. yeah, wouldn't she? That sounded so Carrie. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so then they were like, we need to run out there and stop Samantha. Okay, we need to stop her. Mm-hmm. They run outside and they're like, Sam, Sam, Sam. And Samantha's just ignoring him. And you know what? Samantha has a moment. She has a still Sam moment. She And we realize that she's back in a full still stand. So moment. literally like they make out her and Billy make out mm-hmm. and then they stop kissing and it like prompts a still Sam moment. And she calls him the grandfather's name. Uh, Rick. Yeah. Rick. She's like, 
oh, Rick, I love you. Mm-hmm. And, he's and like, he's like, Rick. Rick, that's my grandfather. Yeah. And then the music cuts out and it's still Sam. It's still Sam. Like, and she's just standing there blank face, <laughs> blank face like not knowing what to do. And uh, Billy, he freaks out. Mm-hmm. He totally freaks out. He's like, what's going on? And I think on the date, like we see them having their like mini golf date and they're having one of those conversations where it's like, he's really confiding in her about like everything that he's gone through in life. And then he's like, what about you? Like, do you struggle with any, or she's like, she's like, I know what you mean. And then that's the moment where she could tell him that she's like suffering from early onset Alzheimer's, but she decides not to. Yes. And there's almost like they start to have a conversation at the mini golf where it's like, have you ever, you know, forgotten something? Like he says, oh, or I no, should, wait, he's like, he's like, you're so hot. He's like, you're old, but you're so hot. Like, yes. How do you just like stay like you're just in perfect shape? Like you're so smart. You're sexy. Like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you got it all going on. And she's and then and and she's like, well, there's more to that than meets the eye. And he's like, like what? And then that's the moment that she could have been honest. She could have been honest. But she says nothing. 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 She has like a mini She's like, still she's else. like, I have to dye my pubes sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> like, cause remember when yeah. she got the gray hair? Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. She has to dye them. Yeah. She does it regularly. And they yeah. laugh. And then it's like the moment mm-hmm. came and went. And then they're checking out at mini golf. Like they're on this mini golf date and they're checking out. And he's like, I forgot my wallet. He's like, did you ever forget anything? <laughs> and that's another time where she could say something, but she's not going to. Yeah. But in her head, she's thinking and there's a voiceover. She said, I think I forgot something in my past. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like something traumatic happened to me. Yeah. And we have a flashback of her having a kid. And she did. She had a kid. She had a kid. While she, before she moved to New York, she had a kid. Yeah. And she blocked it out. Yeah. She blocked it out. And she's like, it kind of just hits her in that moment. It's like a flash of just mm-hmm. her in a delivery room screaming, yeah. but then it cut, cuts out and we're like, what and was as that? an audience, we're like, what happened? What, yeah. that, was like, that a fake that? thing? Like, yeah. what was that? Like, Who knows? Crazy. Moving it was on. insane. Like, yeah. yeah and then we get to the girls, <laughs> the, diner, the girls in the diner in their yeah. moment. And then they see Samantha. She calls Billy Rick. Mm-hmm. And then she goes into her fugue. Alzheimer's totally state. Alzheimer's. Yeah. yeah. And the girls like come and like rescue her. Yeah. And so they start telling Billy like, Oh, I'm sorry. This is our friend Sam. And Billy's like, who are you girls? Like, what do you, who is yeah, this? Like and, what? And Samantha is just not saying anything. Mm-hmm. And so Billy's freaked out. And then Carrie's fine. Like go home, Billy. Yeah. She's go like, home. go home. And they shuffle Samantha back into her hotel room and like nurse her mm-hmm. to sleep. Yes. And then like, it's a callback to that scene in Mexico from sex and city part one mm-hmm. where, Samantha's feeding Carrie. This yeah, time now Carrie's, Carrie's feeding, feeding Samantha. Samantha. And Samantha's kind of muttering in this mm-hmm. moment. She's like, not making much sense. Kid. And we're not sure kid. exactly. Is it just, is it Alzheimer's? Is it dementia? Like, we're not exactly sure that yeah. full diagnosis. Yeah, at this point, we're like, it's like, we thought it was Alzheimer's, yeah, but, but it we're maybe is now, maybe not. Yeah. And they call, maybe they call a doctor to come to the motel and like tend to her. And, and they're like, you know, she was, she was just diagnosed like with Alzheimer's. Like she had, or Mm -hmm. maybe no one ever diagnosed her, but they just thought like she's old and (laughs) and she's having dementia. Like 
they're like, well, she had, she lost herself in Times Square and like, she's been forgetting things. Like we thought we, and we saw her apartment was so Mm -hmm. messy. And so we just assumed. And the doctor's like, this looks more like PTSD to me. And they're like, PTSD. Yeah. Like, and then they make a funny quip about what it stands for. Yeah. They're like, well, Samantha's always S to D, but she's never had PT (laughs) from it. (laughs) Yeah. Like something like that. (laughs) Yes, exactly. And so then they're just like, what the fuck? Yeah, wait, I'm going to go back. She's had a PTSTD, which is a part-time STD, (laughs) but she's never had one full-time. And then we're like, no, what's PTSD? Yeah, yeah. So then the doctor goes away and they're like, okay, well, if she doesn't have, like, what is wrong with her? And then they see her Dairy Queen uniform. And so then they're like, Like, why is she working at Dairy Queen? Yeah, so I think like, a couple of them go to Dairy Queen to like investigate like the next morning. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. The next morning, like while Carrie is like taking care of Samantha and then Miranda and Charlotte, they're like getting ice cream and there's like a funny comedic moment where they're just having like a dilly bar Mm -hmm. and (laughs) they're just eating their ice cream. Dairy Queen's a sponsor in this movie. So there's like very dramatic, uh, Dairy Queen like product placement. Yeah. And yeah. It, it looks so delicious. It looks so good. Like better than you're going to get at Dairy yeah. Queen. Yeah. And yeah. then Dairy Queen has like a whole renaissance moment mm-hmm. where it just like blows up after this. They're, each of the girls have a out. blizzard named after them. So oh there's my like God, a carry yeah. blizzard that's like blue and it's, it, you know, it looks like there's diamonds in it, but it's really, mm-hmm. you know, blueberries mixed with uh, chocolate chip cookie dough. Yeah. Yeah. And then Charlotte's blizzard is, is just like, it's like white chocolate. White chocolate's like very fancy looking. Yeah. White chocolate, nothing mm-hmm. else. It's like a white mint chocolate drizzle yeah. blizzard. <laughs> and, then, and then Dairy Queen, in a, a wrong move of advertising, <laughs> they release a Miranda blizzard called Fire Crotch. Uh, and it's like very, there's like a lot of more thing pieces about yeah. this. Like it was very inappropriate. And Dairy Queen claims they had no idea, but really Dairy Queen wanted the press. Yeah. They, they wanted purposely it. released this inappropriate titled blizzard mm-hmm. that is, uh, those little hot cinnamons mm-hmm. and, uh, Heath bars. Yeah. And it's blizzard together mm-hmm. and it's red. Yeah. And Dairy Queen maintains that they had no idea there would be outrage on this. Yeah. But really they knew, but they knew all along. Yeah. And then Samantha's blizzard. It's, uh, it's it's so many different things. It's about how her head's not all there in the movie. So it's yeah. like every different. It's like too many. It's fruits. It's chocolates. It's e- it's everything. It's everything. It's the everything and lizard. In a first for Dairy Queen, they like put a vegetable in it. So there's like bro- broccoli in it. Yeah, so mixed in like a little bit of broccoli. Mm-hmm. And so like that's part. Of, you can't taste the broccoli, but it's part of the marketing campaign of like, oh, it's a little bit of everything. Just yeah. like Sam is in this. Yeah, movie. totally. So. While Charlotte and Miranda are at Dairy Queen, they start talking to a guy, the the old manager, manager and they Rick. realize his name is Rick. And then they kind of put together like the Samantha was saying Rick, like to Billy and like or maybe yeah. Billy comes in and he's like asks his grandfather, he's like, Have you seen Samantha? Yes. And they're like, What? And like having this moment of like not knowing well and then it's revealed that rick also had billy was oh wow okay 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 let me back up so there was a moment where we see a flashback of billy being dropped off at rick's doorstep okay Mm -hmm. and so it's revealed that 
Rick doesn't know where Billy came from. Like mm-hmm. we know it's his son, but we don't know the mother of it's his grandson. It's his grandson. It's his yeah. grandson. So we know that we don't know exactly how Billy and Rick the where the mothers come in, right? Yeah. So for a second, like Rick reveals this to the Rick reveals this to the girls, to Carrie and um Miranda and Charlotte. And for a second they're worried that Samantha's related to Billy. Mm-hmm. And we as an audience are worried too. They're like, didn't you? Well, at first we think that like, we're like Rick tells his like love story or whatever with Samantha. Mm-hmm. And at first we think like, Oh my God, Samantha had a kid with Rick. And then that kid, that kid had a kid, kid and yeah. that is Billy. So and she's been fucking her grandson. Right, so, yeah. She's been fucking her grandson. So we all think that is, and we're all gasping. Like mm-hmm. this is revealed in this moment with Rick and we're very worried. Yeah. So we're sitting on the edge of our seats. Like, is that his grandmother? Like she just fucked him. Mm-hmm. But, but she's not, that's not, that's not it. It's <laughs> not it. It's like, I totally thought that that was going to be it. Oh, see, I thought that was going to be like the big reveal is that they're not related. Is that they're not related. But they lead us all to believe like Michael Patrick King literally like tries to get us to think that they are related the whole movie. Yeah. Okay. And, then, and that she had these like PTSD flashbacks and that she and really did have a this, kid. This kid. She did have a kid. She did have a she kid. She did have a kid. That's real. And she's getting PTSD and it's, she's so confused and it turns out there, she did have a kid, but it's, guess who it is? Who is it? It's that other nerdy kid she showed the boob. Oh my god! In the Dairy Queen, like the other coworker of Dairy Queen. <laughs> so that, but is that how old is that nerdy kid? And when did she have the kid? Um, so she, he is maybe, maybe where? she's had these like fugue states before, mm-hmm. and like one time she, like all the girls remember that one time she disappeared, <laughs> like seventeen years ago. They're sure. like, well, she was like going through. They were like, she was really drinking a lot. And we just uh-huh. kind of thought like, oh, she went to rehab, but really, months, but she, she had, had just, yeah, yeah, she'd fugued out and then went, went to, back Florida. to Florida. Fucked some stranger. Fucked a stranger and then had this baby and yeah. left it there. Yeah. So Billy's turned 18 mm-hmm. and it's revealed that they're okay. They're not. I mean, aside from it being illegal that she slept with them, they're, they're fine. Not incest. Like they're in love. It's not incest. It's not incest. Yeah, yeah. And like he goes back to the hotel and professes his love to her mm. in front of Carrie. Yeah. And Carrie believes it. And Carrie believes it. And he, and, also, she's inspired by it. Right, right. She likes the drama of it. Yeah. She and loves Samantha's the drama of it. still kind of, like, I feel like she, has she come out of it at this point? <laughs> no, no. I don't know why. I just don't want her to, but I so feel she's like she still, has to, but I don't want her she's to. She's still fuguing. Yeah, I don't want her to. And I, I want her to. Yeah. Fuging. She's fuguing, and he, Billy comes back, and he's trying to talk to Sam, and maybe he snaps her back into it. Yeah, because I think I think what happens is we get the full story of what happened with Samantha and her child and like the nerdy kid. Right. While Charlotte and Miranda are in the Dairy Queen eating their dilly bars and their blizzards. Yeah, and so then they come, and so they all go back, and Billy comes back, and he knows the truth about everything, mm-hmm. and he is talking to Samantha, and he's like. I know everything that happened and I know that like things aren't right right now, but like, I don't care. I love you. Um, And like, 
and Carrie's like, she can't hear you. Like she is like, not ever it's not okay like nothing is okay right now and he's like it is okay because love will make it okay and Mm -hmm. then he like professes his love to samantha and then just like into it yeah like crawls back into bed next to her and just lays next to her and he's like i love you and then she snaps back out of it she snaps back out of it and then they kiss they have a nice romantic moment and then she's like sweetie i gotta talk to my girls Mm mm-hmm so then he leaves mm-hmm. and it's the four leads. Okay. And they are sitting around and they get a fire going. For some reason, this hotel, this motel has a fireplace. Has a fireplace yeah. in her room. She's in like the master suite. Now she's in the master suite. Yeah. yeah so she's upgraded mm-hmm. with the girls there. And so they're all sitting around a fire and they're having cosmos mm-hmm. in a callback. And the girls are saying, you know, Sam, we thought you weren't yourself, but it turns out we weren't ourselves. Mm hmm. And I know you missed us. And Sam is like, you know, I missed, I missed me, but I missed you guys more. Mm-hmm. And so then the girls have a moment where they just sit around and they laugh and they look at each other. And then we flash back to those iconic moments from the series and the movies where it's the four of them like cheersing and being them, you know, yeah, and having talking about drama and then laughing about it. We get a perfume moment where it's like when they all were spraying the perfume and leaning in to smell it and yes. all that. Yeah. And yes. like we see like, it, it it should be the four girls like it's the four girls yeah and they and then samantha has a line uh, where she says uh you know i just i wanted you guys i wanted you each to be yourselves but i wanted us to be us even more mhm beautiful it's beautiful and they have like a beautiful moment and then they kind of like all lean you know they're all sitting down in front of the fire and then they all lean their head on each other's shoulders yeah and so like the last shot is them around the fire and they're all leaning on each other mhm and it's beautiful. I think, though, the next day, like, they're getting ready to leave. Yeah, they're getting ready to leave Florida. I love that Samantha never really interacted <laughs> with her biological son, aside from showing him her tit. <laughs> and, yeah. and, like, and oh, so they're all getting ready to leave. <laughs> There's no explanation. There's no explanation, but it's okay. And <laughs> the girls pile in so the car, powerful. and they're like, Samantha, are you coming? And she's like, I can't. I can't come with you. Yeah. And they're and they're like, but I thought yeah, it was yeah, us. It like us. it was supposed to be all of us. And she's like, No, I have I have unfinished business here. So she sticks I, around. So she sticks around. And the girls, so the la- is this the end? I think this is the end. So is the last shot the the other three girls driving off into the sunset? I think Billy, Billy and Samantha's son, mm-hmm. who plays Samantha's son? Uh, Christian Bale. Christian Bale. <laughs> yeah, but he's like a nerdy, not de because they didn't have the budget. Like, yeah. they were planning on de-aging him with mm-hmm. CGI. But it's actually just like... Him in glasses. Okay. Because, like, they were planning on it. During production, they were planning on it. And but they ran out. They got in hot water with Dairy Queen and with, like, they ended up having to, like, pay off a lot of people mm-hmm. <laughs> for all the inappropriateness of the movie. So... They They show up and she's like really happy to see Billy Mm -hmm. and she's kind of bashful to see Christian and she's like, sorry about the whole tit. (laughs) Yeah. And she's like, we need to, we really need to get to know each other again. And by the way, where's your daddy? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Maybe is that how it ends? Where's your daddy? Where's your daddy? 
Yeah, I think we need, we are really, there's, I feel like there's more, but maybe there's not more. You know what? There is more, but you know what? It's the, her last line of the film is, where's your daddy? And then we see just a, f- a quick freeze frame of a very handsome older actor, mm-hmm. um, like a Clint Eastwood, right? Or Sean Connery or something. Mm-hmm. That's who his dad is. Mm-hmm. And we just see a quick, like quickest little glimpse of that celebrity cameo and then we get on the screen like the um updates like the you know what like I mean? the where are they where now? are they now like those yeah. quick little things so like i think it's like samantha actually did have alzheimer's and so they had to check right. her into a florida assisted living <laughs> center but she and billy are still together still together and, and he comes you, and visits her every day and it says like if you or someone you know is suffering from alzheimer's like please contact this number yeah there they can get help yeah it's not like their life doesn't have yeah, to be it's over. Not over. Yeah. You can get back to you. Yeah. Alzheimer's, like the World Alzheimer's Association. <laughs> they sponsored the movie. It's, yeah. It's like a yeah, special so thanks to. And you guys they, might be thinking this is inappropriate, but like all they worked tirelessly. Like Michael yeah. Patrick King worked tirelessly with the World's Alzheimer's. Yeah. And they're bringing so much awareness, awareness. to this issue mm-hmm. that it's like, that's why she's like getting the Oscar. And it's actually like very dramatic, like beautiful. Yeah. And Kim Cattrall was actually like very close to this topic. Like yeah. She really, this is something that, that she's was passionate. the reason why she agreed to do the film yeah. was because she said, uh, they had agreed to donate a certain amount of money to this world or Alzheimer's foundation. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, WAF, the World Alzheimer's Foundation. Yeah. And so she agreed to do it uh, under that condition. And then, uh, you know, so they worked tirelessly together. So there wasn't, you know, any, uh, everything was, uh, run past that organization. Mm-hmm. And they were like, if this is a story we need to tell to get where we need to go, so be it. So be it. Yeah. Yeah. And then it, so it's a bl- beautiful movie. The credits start rolling. We hear that Rihanna song again, mm-hmm. Eighth World Wonder. Yeah. By Rihanna. Mm-hmm. And it's just stunningly beautiful. Yeah. And the credits, they have like a funny fonts. Like they want to add some comedy over the credits because it's been really, it's been, know, a, it's been, it's a been dark. pretty intense. Yeah. And it left us, I think, as an audience in a place where we didn't expect to be <laughs> left. But life is yeah. full of twists and turns. <laughs> and sometimes you're not going to exactly get like a beautifully bow tied ending. It's not all sun and rainbows. And no. you know what? Sometimes we need to tell these darker stories. I mean, these are stories that demand to be told. Mm-hmm. And you know what? These cineplexes aren't showing these movies. And I think that we also get in like the kind in the credits moment, there's like a, a little blurb about how, Samantha's relationship with her son is still a work in progress. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And like that just goes to show like when you leave, like when you leave a child behind, like it had, it's not like something that can just be healed immediately. Like there's a process. And we're seeing that in the credits is very intense. And then they want to lighten it up. So they show a blooper reel, but the Mm -hmm. blooper reel is really bad. Like it's not because none of the, there's no one laughing and they don't get along along with Sarah Jessica Parker. So there's no laughter, but it's like a blooper reel, but a very sad blooper reel. Yeah. It's like, Th- they like flub one word and no one laughs. No one laughed at yeah. all. And if anything, like Sarah Jessica Parker rolls her eyes because she's and then looks at her watch because mm-hmm. she's like, oh fuck, like, yeah. Did Kristen Davis really have to flub that line? Mm-hmm. She's so upset about it. And like one of them is just like they yell action, but she doesn't hear it, and then she's like, "Are we rolling?" And yeah. that was like considered a blooper. Yeah. And- <laughs> 
<laughs> yes, yes. And then the rest of the blooper reel is just Margot Martindale mm-hmm. in her like iPad. And like all the, like we get a whole blooper <laughs> reel of all the Florida people. And then we also get like alerted to who played all of them. Uh-huh. And we realized that there were like, 50 celebrity cameos yes, yes, in yes. this movie it's like Margot martindale mike liv myers, tyler mike myers mike myers Florida people. yeah uh eddie murphy eddie murphy uh joy behar mm-hmm. we had deborah messing yeah there was chrissy like, teigen chrissy teigen yeah uh, um there's like a whole Count slew Luan, of models luann the other new york housewives like premieres were, were themselves mm-hmm. in the movie, but Candace luann was a cameo she was florida a florida yeah yeah and then uh uh Janine Graffalo. Yeah, Janine. Was in it. Uh, Bill, Justin Theroux. Bill Maher. Yeah. <laughs> Bonnie Hunt, Helen Hunt, Holly Hunter. <laughs> All the Hunts were in it. Uh, Laura Linney. Laura Linney. Yeah. Uh, Jason Bateman. Like, the whole cast of those arcs. <laughs> <laughs> Because it's also in the South, so it's so, like they were there the filming cast, anyway, yeah. so they brought him in. Was in there. Um, Gigi and Bella Hadid cameoed yeah. as themselves, but in Florida, doing a photo as themselves, shoot. Yeah, in, uh, doing a photo shoot. I feel like Kobe Bryant. Kobe like Bryant. We, uh, <laughs> James Harden. Like uh, a few of the stars of the WNBA who are not credited as their real names. Like mm-hmm. it's just credited as some of the stars of the WNBA. Yeah, which is a whole, spurs a whole <laughs> other think piece thing. Yeah, Storm from uh, American Gladiators um, is in there. Mm-hmm. Um, the voice of uh, Salem the Cat from Sabrina the Teenage Witch. He's, <laughs> he's, and then we had we realized that like whoever played andy cohen wasn't actually andy cohen right, right, right. it was like another actor mm-hmm. it was john mayer as andy cohen mm, yes mm-hmm. yes and then there was a few singers who made their acting debut in the movie too. yeah uh um uh, neil from one direction nile <laughs> nile from yeah direction. from one direction Jason megan trainer has like a <laughs> she's a florida but it just shows her as megan trainer with no florida no makeup, makeup. <laughs> she's just fully she's looks just like, exactly was like in there yeah. yeah and no one knew like and she fit in perfectly yeah <laughs> <laughs> she fit in exactly right and that's you know that's it that's the cast. and that's that yeah i mean it's an all-star and cast. it's just a be- it sweeps the oscars <laughs> every yes it won the best song which they again they created a new category it wasn't best original song or best cover it was like best, best song, song because they ha- they wanted included uh this cover of a song mm-hmm. um and then uh, again kim cattrall won for best actress she gives a beautiful speech mm-hmm. but then mm-hmm. she also says she kind of botches the speech because she does make a dig at sjp yeah of like course. she yeah. the whole and that it's like it's sad because it kind of mars the legacy sure. of her work in the movie and like and damp puts a little damper on the shine of winning an oscar yeah yeah but you know, otherwise it was a great night for them. They yeah. won cinematography awards. Michael Patrick King won his very first Oscar mm-hmm. for directing. For directing, yeah, yeah he directed this epic. Uh, and then the runtime of it is an hour and nine minutes, mm-hmm. which is shockingly <laughs> short. Which is wild because it took longer to tell you what happened yeah. in the movie than the <laughs> yeah, movie actually having? lasted. We're long. The, okay, this okay, has okay, run okay. long, Sorry. but the weirdly that no, it's okay. fine. We yeah, got well, the, but the movie's only an hour and nine minutes. Yeah, which like it's it, a fast he's, movie. He's uh, releases a director's cut later, which is three hours and two minutes long. But mm-hmm. the movie that played in theaters is an hour and nine minutes, and he's applauded for cutting it down and still maintaining the integrity of the film. Yeah, and it it sparks a whole new wave of cinema where it's like 
movies are an hour now. They should be an hour. And then like every movie that's released is around an hour, but then they release a director's cut later on Netflix. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then Netflix has like a whole new business model where yeah, it's, it's like, like you everyone's have, profiting. In order to see the director's cut, you better sign up for Netflix. Yeah, everyone's profiting off this. Model. And this, this, the cultural ramifications of this movie are huge. Oh, and the, I mean, the yeah, pop the, culture, Miranda, the Miranda, alum, yeah. the shoes. Mm-hmm. I mean, the uh, Eighth World Wonder cover. I mean, you name it. Yeah, uh, having Megan Trainer in movies. Yeah, you name it. It's, it's <laughs> yeah, Paul Giamatti. Mm-hmm. Paul he, he's Giamatti. got a renaissance from this film. Mm-hmm. Like he starts doing a lot of more broad comedies. Like he's just after seeing him as this Florida native, he's just in demand. <laughs> he's in demand. <laughs> so, so that's it. Yeah. So that's, that's that. I mean, it's a beautiful story. And I love it. Thank, you so, Thank you so much for, for sharing your vision me. with me. I'm going to go dream about this, by the way. This like, I need I, I want to see this movie. I'll be at home dreaming about it. So sex in the city three. Yes. Uh, still Samantha. Uh, still Samantha. Uh, Samantha's uh, still uh, Samantha's reasons why Samantha's reasons why the tagline is uh, I love Samantha's uh, reasons why Samantha's reasons why and then the tagline uh, is red ball red balls (laughs) and they know it doesn't tie together but doesn't need to in in 2019 will be it's like post things making any sense Wait, real quick though the movie title it's sex in the city three Samantha's reasons why is that what it is third yeah samantha's reasons why sex in the city three samantha's Samantha's reasons why okay do you like that yeah i love that and then in the picture is the samantha in the it's just a behind the shot of her in the convertible going to florida Mm -hmm. with her bicep jewelry with her bicep jewelry and like a huge like her beautiful like scarf trailing in the wind trailing in the wind and it's like a beautiful florida sunset yeah and you see the florida highway sign or welcome to florida Mm -hmm. yeah and maybe she's holding like three tapes. Uh, she's that, and, and she's holding yeah yes three that tapes that say their names. Carrie, like, Miranda, clear. Charlotte. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly it. I oh love it. Oh my god, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. <laughs> it's so good. Thank you. Ah, <laughs> uh, thank you for being my guest. Thank you. I had the best time. Like, I literally had the I'm best time. This is really a real journey, uh, and I loved every second. It was of dramatic. It. it was comedic. It was everything. It's everything. It's genre defying, and I for, think it's like a new wave of cinema. Yeah. Hour long movies plus three hour movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tell everyone where they can find you yeah. as if they don't already know no, please please find me on social media at danny pellegrino on twitter and instagram and my podcast is called everything iconic with danny pellegrino please listen it's we do a lot of bravo stuff and so much bravo it's, stuff and yeah you've been on and it's been i've been so on much. it's so fun so it's everything iconic and you can go to everything or find it on itunes or wherever love <laughs> thank you i love you bye <laughs> When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.